The two in the bottom corner. Are they the coldest? Yeah, they were in the freezer. Sounds like audio crisp. This is the North End. This is the North End. Welcome to the North End Podcast, where three Canadians talk about English soccer. Joining me today in today's show, as usual, is Paul Forrest and David Convery. We are live from the Nakatomi Plaza. On the heels of the Champions League viewing. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, I am buzzing, 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 buzzing. Because Spurs got through. It was a wonderful match. Thanks for watching with me, Convery. It was good to have you it was there. Very Cheering for Spurs because it's for having a rarity. Me <laughs> well, I had them in a bet. You did. You had them in a win. bet. And that was enough. They it didn't. They fucked me. I had them in uh, PSG. Yeah. For some Cheers, guys. Cheers. Welcome to the Podcast if you're all listening. Cheers. Paul's going to open this. Cheers. There you go. That's how we start the pod. All right. right. Uh, today's show, we're going to do the, sort of the usual, and then also we've got a few specific things that we think are, are, uh, we need to discuss. So we're going to start with last week's results. All right. So let's start with Manchester United at home. Man United 4, Fulham 1. Finally. Yeah. yeah. Dominant win. Uh Sort of expected because of the competition, but at the same time, you have to give United some credit here. They played well. It's the it's they, they looked more fluid to me. They looked more like they cared. They, there was a bit of energy in the team that I haven't seen in, in Definitely forever. Definitely expected to win for sure, but given some of the recent losses against lower sides, you're never really sure anymore with them. Fair, oh, fair. But what I will say is probably for me uh, the most enjoyable. 45 minutes of the season. Yeah, that first half in first particular. Half. I turned it off because I'm like, this is, a, like, United have got this. Yeah. It's yeah. over. And I didn't I didn't expect sort of a Fulham comeback. Yeah. Like you might have maybe in other games where Regardless other the goals, teams have done that. Regardless of the goals, the effort level in general from every outfield player was, I was like, was I was there, watching sure. it and maybe about half an hour into the first half, I was like, you know what? Where has this been? And I'm not even talking about skill level. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about tactics. Sheer effort alone. That's yeah. like that, and that's if tell me if I'm wrong here. No, I agree. That's completely. the starting point for yeah. anything. Yeah, absolutely. Work rate, and it work was there. rate, work rate. Yeah. So yeah. I was happy with that. The goals came. There's no some Pogba. Nice goals. Uh, Pogba did not play a minute. Uh, yeah. Lukaku finally scored, but I will say, and I know it seems like I have an it's against happened. this guy. It's I don't. Happened, but, he was still the worst player in the field. He struggles. Um, coming deeper and playing the ball, he really his first touch is atrocious. It, so, but it's actually really, really bad. No, it's I know becoming, that atrocious means yeah. worse than really bad. I'm trying to think of a, uh, something that's worse than atrocious. I don't know. It's uh, pretty but, difficult. But it's it's literally a massive problem with him. Yep. Uh, period. Because I think we would all agree he scored. But yeah, four uh, one. It was nice. To, it was nice to get a win with a couple of goals. Paul, what do you think? I love. I love that we won. Uh, it's one of those games where. It's probably true for every fan, but I think United fans think it's more true for us than other teams. But when you see a player like Delo, like a young guy coming into the team and you look and, good and kind of finding good. his legs and breaking mm-hmm. into the squad, it's it's special because that's what every season we want to see a guy like that yep. break in, even from any, from any team really, like from any the, team, the young yeah. player to come through yeah. and see them. It's just somewhere yeah. in the identity of being a United team and a United supporter, you just. We just make a bigger deal about the young guys yeah, breaking oh, it's, in. It's, it's, we give them more allowance. We're like, yeah. Nathan Greenwood, this guy's been talking about him being in the fucking Mason, starting lineup. Yeah. It can't even break into the, the under-23s, but you're like, let's start him in the fucking Champions League. <laughs> this kid's going to be a special player. <laughs> keep an eye on him. Yeah, so that was, it was always one that. of them. We've got a few of those on the oh, go. Yeah. It was fun to see that. Um, I, I honestly think the, the energy and work rate that you're talking about come from uh, steady play of uh, Rashford's on the team now, mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah. He gives and, that every performance every time. Even yeah. if he's 
finishing isn't as good as you'd hope. Yeah, he's still his work rate chasing down everything. He's always running. Level was phenomenal. He's he's always running. Chasing down often on the ball. He's 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 quick and he and he cares. And and Herrera in in the midfield. Yeah. Just Much better running everything down, moving it like it's Herrera Pogba right now, and it's so obvious like what one's giving the team, and it's so Effort. mystically com- like confounding what the other one fails to give when he's in the starting eleven. And uh, but hold on a second. That's and my frustration. To, is like you can yeah. you can have both on the field. Not to spend too much time on United because I know sometimes we do that. But it's interesting you say it because it's so true. But imagine Pogba just put in the effort that Herrera put in. Because let's be completely honest. Well, the skill level is miles apart between the two. Yeah, I mean, right? Miles is a is a bit extreme. I I'd certainly say. I, I think I think when Pogba is on, he's a better player. Yeah, clearly. But Herrera is a good, very good player. See, I don't dis- I don't agree with that. He's no. a very. You don't think Herrera. No, he's player. a great worker. His attitude, well, his I, skill I, set. When you say he, player, I mean that he, includes oh, all those things. Well, it, if I were to say skill, skill level, there. his skill level's not but, there, but, when, but he makes up for it with his work rate. Okay, yeah. well, that's what I mean. So can we, we define can we define player? So when I say he's a very good player, that includes work rate. I'm not saying he's more skilled than Pogba. Pogba is sure. a more skilled player, but as a player, a whole player who does a lot of everything, Herrera for me does a lot so we'll of everything. So go back to this thing we were talking about earlier. Better than Pogba does a lot of everything. Man City. That's all I'm saying. Tottenham or uh, Man City? Does Herrera get into any of those squads, even as a squad player? Uh, he, I, it's, I could get him a team at Spurs as a squad player. Uh, in the you wouldn't, you wouldn't be happy with his skill level. Like, work rate, work rate's awesome, but it only gets you so far. I think we could agree. I mean, you could say that about Sissoko. Like, I think all this goes years. back to what Conrad's saying. Major matters too. The frustration is work rate can like you don't get taught that you just you perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. The you frustration got, is that you got a guy like Pogba. You guys also so much see more, more of him than I do. Skilled, so and he doesn't have the. I just appreciate work rate like probably as much as sometimes I appreciate skill. Well, I want to see a player put it's that a effort starting in. point, right? And I think he does that, you know, really well. And I think you want that in your midfield. Nobody works harder at our club than he yeah. does, and I respect yeah. him for that. But for sure. having said that, United Moving win, on. Bournemouth at home to Liverpool. Slaughter. 4 nothing Liverpool. But I believe there's a, a moment in this game, gentlemen. Yeah. It's kind of First goal was offside. It was clear, and it was, it was not even... I don't even know how the linesman gets that wrong. It was like a yard. He's like a yard and a half, and, yeah. the, and the linesman's right there. You know, and we're looking at it, and the linesman's looking at it, and you're looking across, and you're going, "How do you not get that?" You know, yeah. and, and the only reason he scored that goal is because he was offside. Mm-hmm. Now, not to say that he might not have found another way to put the ball in the net, but he was well ahead of yeah. the defender. Massive blown call. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and that changes and the game. Knows completely. what happens yeah. after that? Right? It changes yeah. the game completely. And at that moment, you know, Liverpool go ahead and they go ahead and then yeah. they control the game. And we all know what that first goal can mean in a lot in of a lot of games, especially in a, you know a game versus Bournemouth, who are a good side. You know, they, they've got quality within that team, and they might have fought yeah. a bit more, and it might have been a closer game. I think, I think Liverpool yeah. looked really sharp. I think Salah yeah. specifically yeah. looks like I mean, he's he got a hat he, He's maybe playing himself back into the way he was last year. Yeah, yeah. and then you saw his goal score, the score he go, uh, goal he scored today yeah. in the Champions League with yeah. Brian yeah. as well. So, I'm gonna say yeah. it. Borm- back. Bournemouth looks like shit though. Correct. Yeah. They, they, I agree. Some of the playing I was seeing from the back four, the ball control, the lackadaisical kind of Sloppy. like sloppiness of yeah. it all, that does not feel like the team that I've been watching all season. Mm-hmm. That seemed like they were just having a fucking. Like gassed out, kind of. It looks this, like a bit this of is a the f- third game in how many yeah. days, kind of vibe. But like, it, it could have been that. It also looks like a bit of a fear thing. I think with some Might of these clubs that have for the top three or four teams that when they go to play against them, totally. especially at the back, they kind of lose yeah. that the sort of strength and mentality that you need to have yeah. to to play out from that from the back and the way. Uh, 
the teams are playing right now. So, yeah. yeah. What about Salah's third, though? Oh, Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. Yeah. That was a nice goal. Yeah. I think he's back. Uh, he's he's, he's, he's definitely back. I think, well, After I saw his goal in the Champions League today, I was like, that was... It. He He yeah. was doing that, like, every game I turned to you last and I said, season. he's back. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah, he's yeah, back. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good result for them. Yep. Arsenal left it late. 1-0 yeah. at home to Huddersfield. Your boy, our boy, Torreira. Fantastic finish. What a finish. But, but set up Arsenal, wonderfully. Uh, agreed, yeah, agreed. Really well. Arsenal were terrible in this game, though. Yeah, they were this not was good. probably the worst game they've played all season, and they yeah. still got a win. So, I mean, I guess that sort of says what you'd want to say about any team that maybe, right. maybe struggles in the game. They still find a way. What a, to win. What a weird but it hero, is, though. But it is Huddersfield. That should not have been like of all the guys in the box to score that goal. Yeah, positionally, it just didn't really make sense that it would be him. He just kind of snuck in there, yeah. and nobody marked him, and you know, the ball goal. came in. But his his ability to kind of see that in an instant. If you look at what he what he sees, he sees Aubameyang uh, chipping it off there, and he, he cuts and turns. Yeah. His body, and he's instantly going. I know what I'm about to do here, and his it, timing was just boom, spot on. Like, is there any fantastical. debate that he's the signing of the season? No, no, no. no. Could right now, could if is. I said Allison for Liverpool, uh, it's a good show. Could that be the only other uh, horse in this race? Yeah, can only be. I think that one can only be answered at the end of the season, right? Because yeah. Yeah. he plays a pivotal part in Liverpool winning. Torreira, though, is. Put something in Arsenal that they haven't had in that side in in years, That's which right. is steel. Despite his size, he's small. Oh, yeah. He's small, but he's strong on the ball, and he's very skilled at the same time. So he's doing you know a lot of things that they've had a player would do one side of that. He'd be really good on the ball, but maybe not strong. Or you'd have a yeah. strong player, but not very good on the ball. He's got he's a he's a the package. I think we all agree player. like there's a reason why he's in the discussion. But I mean, I, I can, we could also talk about what Allison's giving Liverpool because we've oh, all yeah. known that they've been desperate for a keeper for so long. They're missing Link last like, year. Right? Yeah. You guys are watching. The Tottenham game. I was watching the Liverpool game today for Champions League, and the only reason why they won, the only reason why they got through, was Allison pulled well, that fire the very late in the yeah. game. And oh, he, just, yeah. he did what? Not only would that save not have been made in the past, a mistake would have been made even before that opportunity, probably to give the game away. And that's been like the luck of the goalkeepers for Liverpool for like three yeah. or four seasons. He, he's yeah. been a great signing, and, yeah, and they sure. needed him. So yeah, good. it's a good show. Uh, unbeaten in nineteen for Arsenal, good for them. Burnley at home. To Brighton, one 0 Burnley. I have no idea about this game, guys. Did either any of you guys watch it? Or I was highlights thinking or the same thing. I'm like, no I, I wish Burnley, I had something to say about I it. Brighton. I think I picked a one-all draw. I think I might have picked Burnley. One. But either I can't way, remember. Uh, I can't. Bit of a bit of a nothing game. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason why none of us. Well, if you like that last one, you're going to love this next one. Cardiff and uh, another nothing game. One, but uh, Cardiff got it done. They did get Cardiff it got done. It done. Cardiff, half we have They to are somehow getting it done. Them. You, they're getting it done, especially at home, right? Yeah. You know that it's it's a tough place to go, man. Can it's I make a weird Wales, comparison right? with Southampton and Bournemouth right now? I almost feel like they're the same team. Like like they're getting Southampton and Bournemouth. Like they one week they get a oh, result. Oh, as far as they're like, and then it'll go another Jekyll and Hydeish kind yeah. of behavior. Yeah, yeah. You never know what you're going to get. Each like week. I could see them finishing right beside each other at the table. At yeah, the end of the year. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know what either. I mean? Yeah, I, I can't get a read on him. This okay. next team is uh, Cardiff and Bournemouth. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying no, Bournemouth and Southampton. No, Southampton are come on, they're shit. They're not that bad though. Bournemouth lose games and they don't rarely, they rarely play badly. Bournemouth have been on a slide. Southampton have played like shit. We're saying that because if you look at the last three games Southampton played, they've actually played pretty good football. They've created chances, they're just not finishing them. I think with a new manager and some or more organization, they'll they'll be very similar to Bournemouth. But yeah, they're not scoring goals, and that's you know. But this next team, I think, has probably been one of the more exciting teams in the. 
trend the last couple of weeks, really kind of pulling up a little. West Ham at home to Crystal Palace, 3-2. Yeah, goals. pretty pretty uh, entertaining game to watch, yeah. for sure. Lots of goals. Palace uh, still, like, I mean, they played better than they played in a while, but still can't mm-hmm. fucking win a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Felipe Anderson there's, is There's some real trouble going on. He's quality. Right he's quality. popping in with some goals. Yeah, goals like, and assists, and just kind of, he's a player to watch. It's oh, difficult yeah. to play against, for sure. I'm nice very happy Chicharito's becoming relevant again. Yeah, he started, he's, what, he's got a couple in the last uh, last couple games. Yeah, yeah he's so. doing well. Yeah. And then um, we're gonna we're gonna hold off in the game of the week. So Leicester at home to Spurs. Spurs two 0 Our resident Spurs man, yeah, Bride, tell us what we need. It's to an know. easy one to talk about. Spurs is this is a very controlled dominant performance from Spurs. They they started out maybe in the first 15 20 minutes a little bit off cuz we we didn't we didn't start our two best players. So no Eriksen, no Kane. Um and so we we were kind of like what's the shape? So they trying to figure out what that was going to look like and I think eventually reverted to a 4-3-3 and uh, as a false I think Sonny was playing as a false nine and him and Moore kind of switching in there. Um it was it was just Quality. Uh, Deli Alley scored his 50th goal, and I don't know if you guys saw that thing. I think I sent it in the WhatsApp. The first goal that Deli Alley scored for Spurs was versus Leicester. Oh, yeah, right. It was a diving header uh, and the ex- against the exact same goalie in the exact same end. And, like, you could actually see, like, a photo of the both of them, and it's, like, nearly Very identical. Similar? First and 50th. They're identical. Like, the, sh- the faces that Schmeich- the faces Schmeichel's making and the and the, the position Deli's in and how he ends up in the net. It was brilliant. Um, but, yeah, a very good performance from Spurs. And, uh, they're, he's getting they're, paid this same amount he was then too. They're looking well, comfortable. They're no, now he's not. in a situation he's, he's in con- where they can recently play, signed a new contract. You're uh, Kane. They can put Kane and Erickson on the bench. And they've got squad depth now where they shouldn't yeah, to, really be worried. Against a team like To Leicester, do that and come out and dominate and win 2-0 says, I think, that they've got squad depth. Like, you remember the Kane two best players. a couple of years ago. Uh, Sun just stepped in and just started yeah. scoring goals. And he can always do that. So yep. that's a good result for them. For sure. Okay. Uh, and then, oh, I don't know if you guys watched this one. I, oh, yeah. I enjoyed this It's a very good game. You're talking about Wolves-Newcastle, yeah, right? Newcastle oh. at home to Wolves. I was, I was watching and I'm like, all right, it's the only game today. So I'm going to yeah. watch it. I'm thinking this is going to be a snoozer. I enjoyed Super it. entertaining. But Wolves hit the death. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Great goal, I think too. they deserved it. I think so, too. They were pushing. Fantastic. They were more aggressive. They had other yeah. chances. Yep. They, you know what? It was interesting to watch really that good. game because they started that game. Wolf started that game with uh, three changes from the previous game that beat Chelsea. Yeah. Three key changes. And then when they brought, uh, I think it was Matinho came on in around yep. 65th or something like that. And when he came on and then uh, Neves was on as well, they just started to look like that Wolves that yeah. Holly fell in love with at the beginning of the season. They just, they were, the passing was really fluid. Yeah. The movement off the ball was really fluid. Yeah, they and they were just like, okay, here come Wolves. You know, that, this is the Wolves. That, that I pair can pull all, strings. Oh, oh yeah, like they're very really good. good to play. They yeah, really they, are. And it was it was beautiful to watch. And it was like, oh, there you go. That that's the Wolves we I think we all like and clearly Paul loves. The two goal scores yeah. really stuck over me. Jota, I think was he was causing a lot of threats and he was yeah. he bombs forward. Yeah. It's into the box. Yeah, he does. It was nice. It was a, a enjoyable. There's a game cap to, to his quality. There's got like he's just not that good. But he, he exactly he can do a lot for a team that's at the level of Wolves, and you can just imagine what you can get if you got a player a little bit more quality who has just the same amount of like running in him, yeah, and work great. And that's what we're talking. We about. should somebody whose skill set w- is limited here, but you can't cap somebody's effort. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, and that's the difference between world class players. They've got both, and yeah. like, there's nothing you can. We do should there. talk a little bit about the red card because I think it changed the game quite a bit. Yedlin, oh, yeah. Yedlin's uh, pretty sloppy. Yeah, you know, I think it was a, just a, trying to make a backpack and flubbed it yeah. and then had to had to try to get back and drag him down. Is it a red card for you guys? Uh, it was for yeah, me. It was for me. Yeah, I thought Absolutely. so too. I know it was a bit of a debate about it, but I think no. like he's he's going to get to that that ball that he pushed through before the goalie and that other defender is nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. the, he's the last man at that it's, point. It's so a, it's a red, it's a red card. card. There was a bit of debate 
on some of the from some of the pundits, and I was like, "What's the debate here? Like, that's a pretty straight red." I feel like they they want to talk about every that's controversy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I just thought maybe Even there might today. have been that within this pod. I thought maybe you guys were like, oh, no way. For- today in the Spurs game, they're trying to make both of those possible. Oh, of course, shows. Dram- drama, drama, drama. Yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely. I just thought I'd throw it out there because it was oh, interesting. Sure. It clearly did change the game quite a bit. Oh, I yeah. think Newcastle were quite good uh, in this game up until that point. They oh, were they the were the better team, and then New- and then Wolves brought on the right players, yeah. and then the red card happened and then it was just like Wolves are going to win this game yeah that's got some mistakes in him he always he does yeah that's why that's why Spurs sold him Um, what I liked about uh, what happened after this game and it's probably not related to the score of the game at all but it's an anecdote and I liked uh, Neves who I'm a big fan of who I think can do much better than being at Wolves and I think eventually will move on to pastures new and and, um, spread his wings and become a fantastic player for somebody else clearly loves what he's been doing at Wolves clearly loves uh, the organization and the fans and this little part of his career that's uh, helping him grow. a great stepping stone for him. Because he went off and got a giant tattoo of a wolf on his arm. Oh, didn't he? Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like this entire, like, from the shoulder down to his elbow, it's this wolf in a forest tattoo. Oh, wow. It was posted online by the guy who was having him in the chair to do the work. It's a good show. That's and good show. Uh, I haven't seen the finished tattoo because it was just the outline. And yeah. frankly, it looked like it's going to be a shitty tattoo. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that's one way to win over your like, fan base. Yeah, so seriously, Jesus though, right? Christ. Like, yeah, talk about wearing your heart on your sleeve. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be at Real Madrid one day, and they're gonna be like, "Why do you have a shitty tattoo of wolves?" Oh, I used to play for wolves. I didn't want a really good, crisp tattoo. I wanted a kind of shitty like one. Like a shitty one, yeah. Because of my time at wolves, because they it were kind of shitty. And, and, yeah. It doesn't look good at all, eh? It was an outline, so it's hard to say until yeah, you see the yeah. finish. But I was like looking at going. The proportions yeah, maybe, of the face are all fucked maybe up. Maybe the detail would have been would have been the good part of that. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll report on uh, yeah. his updated finish tattoo. Yeah. Last game of the week, the old Monday. Second to last, we got the we got the uh, game of the week still. So. Oh yeah, I forgot about last that. game played. Last game played. There yeah. we go. Uh, Everton at home to Watford. This one was Watford a looked good. Fantastic finish. Watford to this woke game. up. Watford one of the yeah. They were down two 0 Were they at one point and then they came back? They were down one nil. Was it one 0 And then they yeah. uh, they came up two one. Yeah. Right. And it was a late 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 equalizer. Beautiful. I forgot this kick. one was on and ended up watching the highlights, guys. Yeah. Can you tell? Beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was a Monday, Monday night game. game. Sometimes. I forget about the missed mid- penalty by Sigurdsson. It was though. a Monday game, which is a because sh- he's he's actually missed one recently as well. This season he he skied one over the bar. Yeah. Um, he's got a miss in him, which is weird of him because he's got a, he's a fantastic free kick taker. But oh, oh yeah, in a pen situation, maybe there's something about it. I had ten dollars on him to score a goal this game, and really? as he was oh, no. to kick the penalty, <laughs> you know, I was like, he's, he gonna, he's gonna fucking miss this. Yeah. I could tell it was just gonna be one of those games. And then he missed the penalty, and the entire game, this is the commentators like rubbing salt in their wounds. Just like he just seems like technically such a gifted player, it is not on for him. Today he is really struggling out there, and I was just screaming, going. <laughs> it was it was it was a. Tough it's a big miss. draw for Watford though, because they've been struggling lately. They they, they lost three in a row. They looked really good. They, they looked really good. I think there's they must have been like a kick in the ass here. Like, it's okay, guys, we need to start. We need to you know yeah, get get on the back end of the winning the ways. Last kick of the football. Yeah, it was literally no, like I, the last kick of the ball. For beautiful sure. free kick. Yeah. yeah. But, so, I mean, but to get a draw, they'd lost three in a row. It's, it's a DeCorey, better result than they'd had. Corey's another player from Watford. He he like like a Neves. It's um, he looked. I want to see him go on to a better team, and I want to see what he can do. He yeah, looks sure. too good for that club. He does. Yeah, he does. And I don't. I, I'm not saying like go to Real Madrid. I'm not saying go to Man United, Bayern, Tottenham. I'm not saying like jump yeah. into a team where you're immediately a squad player. Mm-hmm. But like find a a next level team, and even even. If you went to Everton, that would that would be the kind of team I'm talking about. No, I agree. And then, John? no, I'm good. No, thank you. And I'll then have a beer the, later. the game of the week. This was a shocker, fellas. 
Chelsea at home to Manchester City. Chelsea to City. Nil. Opening up the Premier League City at the top nil. of the table. You know, I hate Chelsea, but I really kind of enjoyed this win. Um, and yeah, it was it was. I enjoyed tale of two halves a little bit. It was a fun yeah. game to watch. Uh, Man City, man, did not take their chances. They had no. like they were all no. over them. That first. 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. It was just bombardment. But, but would you say they created any good chances? I think they created a f- like two or Hot three chances. close to good chances. I, th- I yeah. think defensively, Chelsea got in the way. Yeah. Like physically, they were really like big as yeah. defensive, uh, as, de- as defenders. Uh, some key blocks against Sane. Sane probably. I think you put Aguero. In that front three, and it's three nil. They were missing him big time. That, that was my big time. biggest in that game away. more yeah. than I've seen in any game. Exactly, I, that was miss. my yeah. huge. And up, even like, De Bruyne in the midfield, because especially in the second good half, point. Good because point. There were, I think Chelsea once they realized like they have a really good chance of winning this game, they kind of took it to City in that second half. Were, were yeah. the better side in the they, last they, in the last first second half. minutes. I was like, oh, they're going to annihilate them. Yeah, going to destroy It looked a bit like what Spurs did, but Spurs scored and watching a guy for whatever reason cliff by his fingernails. Right. They yeah. were just hanging uh, on. I, I was like, this come. is going to get ugly. Yeah. You could feel it. Yeah, I thought so too. 15. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. It's going to get messy. And then they scored the goal, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I wonder. And it's a great goal. It was fantastic, fantastic finish from Conte. Conte. Everybody talks about Conte being like, oh, I'll put him in his position. For him to come into that point at like just at the top of the box and just slot that in the way he did, that's a that's a goal scorer's goal. That was just like, boom, comfortable, no He's problem. He's also like that David Silva type guy. Wherever you see anything good happen to him, you're like, that guy's a good guy. I love yeah, that guy. Yeah, his yeah. smile. You know, he's <laughs> just like, any anybody would take him on your you team. You know what? That's a good question to ask one day. It's like, who's the most likable guy you've yeah. ever seen play? Yeah. Sonny's the guy, one of those. He scores on you and you don't care. Yeah. Sonny, Sonny's up there with Juan Mata, Juan Mata, Conte, Conte, Silva. Yeah, yeah, there's a few of them. We should do that as a, we we should should do a little call. Them the, ni- the nice guy team. We should do a little <laughs> poll nice at some team. point for sure. Some of these guys, I wouldn't mind putting on the same team. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Cool. So I think that's all the results. Do we, do we have anything else well, to say yeah. about that game other I wanna, than I other, know. other than I think the, the the change in the top of the table? So we now have Liverpool. Oh, it is a shift. So Liverpool in first, oh, yeah. uh, Man City yeah, yeah. in second, and uh, Spurs in third. So quick stop though here. It's a, it, it's it's. A, so do we quick, have a title race quick now? We must, question. right? Do you still think City are going to win the league? Yeah, yeah, I do. So do I. I do, but I think it's going to be really close. And I think like how close? I think like within three points, close. Really? I do. Yeah, I think Liverpool are coming into form. What do you think, Paul? I think it's going to be like I don't know. I think it's a difference no. of, a, of a win or a loss. Like it's going to be. I don't think Klopp knows his best team. I no. disagree. I disagree. I think they're com- I think there's gears that City still can hit. A lot. Like. You, De Bruyne every, comes every, back, Aguero comes like there's there's a yes, and that's, that's stage a factor. two of the Man City season that is just a bunch of really good players getting back yeah. and fresh. But and, but I think you can say that about every squad right now. This we're in the we're in the Christmas period, right? So this is a, such a, a deep a, squad. Though. This is a period, and I agree that they have a deeper squad. I'm not going to deny that. And I think that's why City will still win it. I think mm-hmm. there will be a scenario. But Liverpool are good, are that much better than everybody else that they're still going to win every other game. So what's going to decide it? Probably the next time they play each other, right? They play each other one more time. No that, doubt, the next time that, they play. That could be huge. That's huge. the game that could decide it, which sure. could be three points. So that's my point. I think Liverpool are going to win as many games as City are going to win. Really? How many? How, well, look at the rest of the the rest of the league. Who else is going to? Who, who's going to challenge? Maybe Spurs. Maybe Chelsea. Arsenal are kind of there. But like, you let's get be, enough consistency from Chelsea. But Spurs. I don't know. Spurs are pretty consistent. If Spurs yeah. get into their new home. And, and go into the new home, and that works. What's the projection it, for that? Jan- early January. But then I would say this: I can see like a month. As an example, I can see uh, Everton playing Liverpool again, 
and and having them drop points. I can see Tottenham playing Liverpool again and having them drop points. Possibly. I can see Chelsea having them drop points. But when I see anybody play City, I'm always kind of looking at City as being I just they they're going to they're going to win this game. I would think that I would think that when they have their full squad. But I think right now if you look the way they played against Liverpool and what Chelsea or sorry, but against Chelsea what Chelsea were able to do, which I think Lyon were able to do as well, and I think yeah, for twice. periods for periods of times, uh, Spurs were able to do, and Liverpool clearly were able to do as well when they drew one one. There, there is a way to beat C- City, or at least to uh, not lose to them. So I think that that's there, and I think that if City don't get back Aguero, don't get back De Bruyne, and they they can't get that sort of free flowing football that, that we're used to seeing, there's a chance where they could drop points bef- before we get to that point sure. where they're going to go sure. into that scenario where they're going to yeah. probably dominate everybody. Well, I, I hear your side of the story. I just I disagree, and that's a it's a gut thing because what we're trying to do is crystal ball the shit out of this anyway. Yeah. I still think City are going to win the league. Yeah, yeah. So I just yeah, think yeah. it's going to be this close. Is, I think it's going to be close this year. It's a sad conversation. But how I much know. are they yeah. going to win this year? Yeah, yeah. I just don't think it's going to be a you know, 15-point difference. Totally. I hope not. Which, yeah, let's hope, right? Be like boring. Yeah. It you know what I will say coming out of that game, and I, I haven't really fact-checked this too much, but I, I feel like it's true. Uh, apparently, uh, Luis, who I think has played really well this season for Chelsea, and he's like their preferred center back, yes, him and Rudy is right? out of contract in the season. He was horrible against Spurs. Not expected to be offered a new contract because Chelsea have a we don't offer players over the age of thirty contracts. Yeah, so he's expected to move on. It's a decent policy, but you can always get a good couple of years of a central defender. I think in the center half, it's not a good response. You can get some good years out of for Tongan's thirty-two. Like you don't have a policy thirty-one. I mean, where we offer them one year extensions in the in the league. They're not giving David Louise an extension? It doesn't sound like it. That's crazy. Sticking to their guns and their policy. That's crazy. So Fabregas uh, is likely in the same boat? Well, he'll be gone. I'm not surprised by that. He's just he's just squad depth at yeah. this point. I mean, that's a Good depth. squad depth, but, he, but he squad depth. He could go depth. off to uh, La Liga and do really well. Sure, he sure. Pay 100 million million he might have another euros. season and a half yeah. in him of good hey, football. Some teams pay 100 million euros for a 32-year-old. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean if it's you, kind of a silly policy, if you ask me. It depends on what you need in your squad and how long you can get out of them. scenario individually, right? Yeah. Well, some players, some players are also able to stay healthy. Like a guy like Fabregas isn't injured a lot. He is on the outs in that Chelsea team, though. Yeah, he is, but he's like preferred defensive or midfielder over Conte in that position. If if Jorginho can't play, or he decides to yeah. take, if he decides to rotate, it's Fabregas, and they're not Conte. So he's got a position in that in that Kovacic. side. Can I, if there's rotation, if there's, if I, I have a buddy. My, my Kovacic is playing kind of. They all play across the goal. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, three, right? Uh, a buddy of mine uh, by the name so. of Jeff. I'm trying to get on the podcast. He's a big Chelsea fan, and he knows a lot of the shit. Um, I'd love to ask him, but for you guys, Jorginho seemed like really important at the start when I wasn't convinced that Chelsea would be real forces in the league. And it seems like his influence has waned. Well, he's been found out a little bit. I, think. He's, and I don't know if he's been found out or if they're like they're they're deliberately saying, well, we're not going to run everything through him. And originally it seemed like everything was Literally. through him. It, yeah. They've got a strong midfield with guys who can move the ball, so he did, it shouldn't be just through him. It's true. And true. it seems like that's made a real difference. He got found out a couple of times against Man City. Yeah. Like kind of playing he with did. the ball. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think he's still a fantastic little player. Yeah. But, um, I think what you got to off take out of this game as well, which I find interesting, is that I... Like after the Spurs game, and then after the the uh, the Wolves game, was it Wolves or Fulham? The Pete was uh, Wolves. Uh, the, when when Chelsea had you know looked like they were kind of falling, it was like does do they have another way to play? Is is Sarri going to come up with like a, a, like 
what are his tactics if he's got it's to adjust? So against Spurs and anything else. His tactics in this game, though, against City were brilliant. Like they were he, good. he completely changed the way they played. And I was like, oh, okay, so he does he does have another way to play. Because yeah. he, he had said, you know, I only play Sar- uh, uh, Jorginho in my midfield. And you're kind of going, if he if, just keeps doing that, they're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and I thought and I thought that was his sort of mentality. That, like, I don't play any other way. My This is what we're going to do. We're going to win this way. Or we're going to lose this way. And it, like, seemed that's what, what his mentality was. But he went into this game and... He 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 beat Pep tactically. I agree, and and that was impressive. And I was like, shit, because <laughs> I, I didn't Pep, expect that. I don't think Pep's thrilled with the. I don't want to say the amount of offense they created, but the amount of chances. Usually, the way they play opens up chances. Yeah, and yeah. It they're not getting to the byline and cutting in like no. they usually do, which you, you've talked about, right, yeah. like, Paul? Where they they almost always go like, like let's get as deep as possible, mm. drag all the players in, and then cut it back. And yeah. there's all there's like there's two or three players in that space. Well, remember, those players are human. Like they're like that city team is entitled to maybe a day where it's not their best day at the office. Yeah, the way and they, they usually a little bit of that. The way they usually score for me is like it's you can't you can't do what they do without extreme confidence in mm-hmm. their coaching and um, their talent so that's still there but it does always seem like they score the same kind of goal and they score it frequently as a result of they almost play with this rhythm it is rhythm, and it's yeah. like it's 100%. just like a built up, and it's like a, it's like everything's kind of jazz until it's time to keep the beat, and they all keep the beat at the same time. Like the rhythm is there, and I think that what you occasionally see is when a few guys who are like the stronger instrument players in a jazz band yeah. are out of the, the off the pitch and they're not avail- available. Yeah, you take away the rhythm section, it, it throws, you take away maybe you change the bass player, yeah, all of a sudden it doesn't yeah, sound as good. It throws yeah. them off a bit. They still sound great if this yeah. was music, and they still play amazing, but they're not. They're not able to do As what they fluid. usually do, yep. and I think that's what happens it's a with good Chelsea. Shout, actually, I like that uh, yeah. reference because Aguero can do some things with Silva that nobody even notices anymore. Oh my god! And it's just like they just—they've those two players have literally done it hundreds of times together, and they just know that if they do this and then they do this, chances are Cut the over. next three things will be predictable, and they just yep. do it. He's always been the fulcrum of their offense for me, and I think when he's not playing, they're they're not quite the same. Don't get me wrong, a ton of talent on that team, but you're you're missing that number nine who will get you a goal. Yeah, absolutely. And right. Silva, I, I would yeah. always say... Silva had a bad game in this game, too. He he was, it was probably the worst I've great. seen him play in a, in a while. But Aguero and Silva are like... Are like- Two like oh. fucking buddy cops in a buddy cop movie. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. They're just now. not as good when they, they complement each other very yeah. much. For yeah. sure, agree. So it's a good game. It makes good uh, game. makes the league interesting. It does. I'm, we're we're looking at a bit of a t- a bit of a title race. Yeah, um, it could it, it could go a lot of ways. But I think we all agree that City are still you know the the favorites. Yeah, but you gotta yeah. give Liverpool are, are in first at the moment. So you have to get you, you have, have to give them a shout that there's that there's a chance that they could win it, and and this may be their best chance to do it. Say it every year, and I'll see. Again, let's talk January third. Yeah, I think post post Christmas we'll know yeah. where everybody sits because it's it's that's when you get points are there to be dropped for sure. But I will say, Paulie, how did we do this weekend? Are we are we talking oh, Champions yeah. League or what are no, we doing? No, no. We're doing? Oh, we're oh we finally we do this every time. somebody cor- correctly <laughs> segued us into and I didn't. I was ready to move show. on. <laughs> Score of the prediction. Can you make it number three for fuck's sake? So no, I don't have to look at the I dash. Want, I want to. I want to. All right. I want to know how we did. I feel like it's probably going to be pretty close. 
Ladies and gentlemen, every week we predict the outcome of games, and we have an ongoing scoring system. Points are allotted if you get the correct outcome being a win or a draw for a certain team, and two additional points if you get the correct score. The competitors in this are Brian, Dave, and myself, and for fun, we brought in Lady Margaret Forrest, who is in fact my mother, um, as a uh, joke, uh, because it was supposed to be a fluky thing if she occasionally got something right. She is currently in the lead, embarrassing everybody here. Here on the Thanks, pod. Lady Margaret. Uh, we are the jokes. I may, the jokes. I may stop introducing her in the, as a contestant and explaining why she was originally brought in because she's earned the right to just be a participant. But yeah. at the same time, um, it's embarrassing for us. So we should all be very clear that we should be embarrassed. Here we Correct. go. She's won again this week. I'm guessing. Um, with, with that, well, we don't know yet. We that, don't know yet. It's quite the intro. Because I'm going to tell you. All right. right, let's get on with it, Polly. Tied <laughs> with five <laughs> points this week are. I think the I aforementioned Lady Margaret Forrest. Oh, she's in the bottom. And uh, she made some picks where I was like, wow, you really don't know, <laughs> do you? This has been a bit of a something about who tied with her then. You, <laughs> you have been just a successful octopus just picking random scores. Oh, no, like no, good for her, though. Yeah, fuck, great. Um, and tied with her with five points is David Cumberg. Are you fucking kidding me? I thought I did okay this weekend. <sighs> oh, my God. I'm on the winning game. score is eight points. Oh, it's a low. It's, it's a, a low, low scoring week. week. The second score seven. is uh, seven. Pa- Brian Ireland gets seven points. Oh, Paul Forrest. Oh, he wins again. Back in contention. Where does that put you now? With eight. I think I'm still in third, but like oh, not by the margin we used to be. Dead yeah. last man. Yeah, yeah, you are. I was thinking in the weekend. Like, maybe I got. I don't remember. I make my picks yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember them. <laughs> Cover, you gotta you gotta step up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Lady Margaret has six correct weeks. Brian Ireland has five. Paul second. Forrest has four. Jesus and woefully Christ. basement fucking dwelling for Convery. Where they keep the fucking old so wine. Bad. Dave Convery. I got a two points. Well, well done, Polly. Good for you. Congrats. Jesus. All I wanna do is beat my mom, guys. <laughs> that doesn't sound. I no, I want to <laughs> punch her in the fucking. No, I just love her. I love her so much. Uh, no, I, just, I don't want to lose to her. Yeah, of course. Well, well, None of us do, but yeah, Convery. Champions <laughs> League football. We had a big day. We in had a Champions wonderful day today, League. didn't we? Oh, it was a, such a glorious day. Oh my god, a lot was on the line this week. So we had the Tottenham Hotspur were on the brink of exit as well as Liverpool Football Club. That's a tense game. That's, That's a right. tense. Because the outcome of another game affects the like yeah. the results of the yeah. pitch. Like, yeah, PSV was... and Inter playing and uh, Spurs playing Barcelona away at the new Camp. Who, they, what was the stat? We what they kept saying, uh, Barcelona. If they win this game or if they don't lose this game, they tie the record for twenty nine games unbeaten at home in a row. Yeah. Isn't it also that's they had crazy? A, they have record where it'll be twenty consecutive seasons, something like that. Where it's fucking they ridiculous. The top of their group. This in is the champions. It's a really. Good, something like that. Maybe it's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Stats. tell us it's that. Yeah. Cloudbury wonders why he's in last. Yeah. <laughs> this has nothing to do with predictions. They had a really interesting stat. It was something like this is the thirtieth game. Somebody had a slice oh, of pizza. Well, one thing I will say, <laughs> something like that. I'm they sure. hadn't lost to an English team in. Uh, no, that was another one in eleven years. Eleven here. years, yeah. So Crazy. That, yeah. Really good game. Tell uh, us about the game. I watched it, but let's well, we watched it together. So yeah, let's hear your thoughts. Okay, so Spurs have been really bad in the in the first ten. Minutes of Champions League games this entire 
season, Champions League season, they they've dropped point or they've dropped they've scored like in the, I forget it's like Inter scored early, PSV scored early, uh, Barca scored early. Like within the first five minutes of every game they played, they've allowed a goal early. This one was eight minutes, so it was like not as early, but it was early. It was actually in the seventh minute. <laughs> well, yeah, seven and a half. So yeah, okay. So anyways, one nil down. Uh, Dembele, uh, fantastic finish. Poor defending from uh, Kyle Walker Peters. Oh, they go one nil down. Player. Dembele's a player. Don't he's a player, him. but he okay. So he's a player, but he was shit after that. He didn't do anything. That's not true. He it, was he, he was creating like until he didn't he, create anything. He gave the ball away like three or four times. He gave the ball away. He was there, poor when he got the ball in the he's first half. He's tired from playing video games all day. Yeah, exactly. In, in certain parts it, for of not the being half. for being late from practice every time. Anyway, let's get he's on with the game. He's a frustrating player that if he had the right attitude and mentality, he would be incredible. His skill level yeah, just through the incredible. roof and abilities. I'm going to try to get through this relatively quickly. We've got a few to talk about, but yeah. So Spurs in the first half, first thirty minutes or so. Barcelona probably the better team, but Spurs came into that game into the second half, and then for me, and I think most people who watched it in Conver, you can tell me otherwise, but were the much better side for the rest of the game. Now, to, to be fair, Barcelona had their moments. Coutinho uh, um, hit the post twice, twice. Um, but outside of the post, so you know, makes it a little bit easier for me to. Jesus <laughs> sure. Christ! Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it matters if it's inside of the post, and like you know, it's anyway, a post. It's a post. He he missed the goal nonetheless, so it oh. didn't go in. Um, but those were the only two clear cut chances they really had if you think about it Messi had a couple where he just skied them over the net but they didn't like I didn't feel we were under the cosh at any no. moment where yeah. it was like oh my god we're gonna Spurs from what go. I saw you guys had a, a dominant second half the second half Spurs like their goalie yeah. made like three incredibly yeah. incredibly good saves and our uh, forwards Mora who ended up scoring the equalizer uh, missed a sitter uh, like Rose missed a, missed a sitter Sonny, oh. Sonny had a chance like Two. it could have been honestly this game could have been had Spurs been semi-clinical, like semi. They can take all the chances we had, and maybe they score a third of those chances. It's 3-1, comfortably. Now, you could say the same about Coutinho hitting, getting inside the post. But those are two chances out of, like, so, compared to Spurs so 10. I anyway, would, Spurs were the better side. Spurs deserve to win this game. But we got through, and that's really what matters. Yeah. And it was it was pretty epic, and it was fun as shit to watch. And, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, no, it, was it was awesome. It was good. I, I was, it was a little awesome. bit worried. It was a good football match. Because Barcelona came out of the gates and their movement, and we were talking about oh. their movement and their and the their way just, they played synchronized in their movement was phenomenal. I thought that was going to be a problem. Last fifteen minutes of the first half, Spurs just went gung ho. We, we took it. it away. We took that away from them, though. I think what we did was what. And I think this is something that that Barcelona do really, really well. And then I think everybody who's watched them play is that they're they're like a they're a unit. They they when they press, they all press. When they have to when they have to uh, play deeper, they all move deeper together. It's it's just the entire unit. They're so well drilled and they're so trained. They, they played a weakened squad though. Yeah, they did. Yeah, no, they did absolutely. No, a weakened a weakened Barcelona squad isn't that weak though compared. No, to... No, 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 not, not to take it any way. It's it just more like my observation with Barcelona is that. Um, a lot of the times I've seen games where they bring the, the B squad, as immensely talented as a lot of those players are. There were six changes in their starting eleven. There is seven. So that there is six. They can they can replicate the gameplay of Barcelona. They can still play like Barcelona. Yeah, but when things system, go right? rough. When like there's something goes off the wheels a little yeah. bit, and they actually have to dig down and maybe play a little bit differently for five minutes just to get a hold of the just game to get, again, get the game back. They yeah. just don't seem to be able to do that, and I think that's the leadership that happens uh, with some of the pheno- fucking the magical, phenomenal players that they have. But I think um, that's also a management thing too, and I think you're yeah, looking at a team right now like the best Barcelona side we ever saw under Pep Guardiola, maybe the best club side we've ever seen. 
they would have just like their B team would have destroyed Spurs oh, yeah. today. Like they had it, so many because they were so the good, so much depth. Right, the team is still really, really good. Even with the six, uh, maybe seven uh, sure. de- changes, there was they're still very, very good. Oh, they yeah, had these yeah. young players come in who I think probably any team in England would be like, we really want those players because they're that good. Yeah, yeah. But um, but Spurs Spurs second half was incredible. They got the goal, uh, Lucas Mora with a with a great finish from Harry Kane's pass across the box. A little bit of help from PSV as well for the Alcon, PSV. Right? Yeah, well, and also a little bit of help from Inter Milan because they. Yep. How does Inter Milan? Let's get on to that yeah. game. How do Inter lose at Hold home? On, before you jump to that, game, oh, okay. I think what, what is, is a <laughs> I thought huge my transition aspect. was going to be pretty good there. No, because I think the key <laughs> the key thing for me in that game were the two substitutions bringing on Lamella and Mora. We talked about that, right? Yeah. But it was it was it was the substitutions, but it was also the shape change because they went they went from playing uh, four at the back they to three Sissoko at the back. To the back which well, I Sissoko was played played wing back yeah. instead of playing uh, in the center of the midfield where he was, mm-hmm. and they brought off Kyle Walker Peters, who was. Arguably our worst player, and he's young, and he, he, you know, we're we're, we're struggling in that position. Yep. And he, I mean, he also he shouldn't have been he shouldn't have been the last man in that position anyway. Big ask to even have him. Huge play ask, huge ask. So you know, a, a difficult game for him to play, and he made a mistake, but he can't. He, he had some other good moments in the game, so he wasn't hor- horrible. Other the subs than, were genius. The subs and the, and the shape change and it how perfect it was incredible. Yeah, it was it was a really good tactical right uh, decision that Pochettino made that changed the game. We should also mention that Messi came on and. And there were a couple of moments where he Terrified started everybody. gliding, and you're just like this fucking guy. But he shanked it over the net twice. He shanked it over. But Wait, there he... was a certain degree of fate to it all. For my like, Inter Milan losing to PSV or drawing at PSV when they needed to at win. home, at home, fate's what bullshit. So let's, was, not, let's not go there with that. Means there is. Well, okay, that's fine. Uh, sometimes <laughs> that's, a that's a different podcast. Different sometimes it just feels like the stars align, and certain things happen for certain uh, stars align. soccer. Based reasons, and uh, it just felt like that. Like the chances of you guys playing a weekend Barcelona team was like, okay, well, that's that actually was pretty likely. One one draw and still being able to move on because PS or PSV took it a little bit to Inter Milan. I didn't see the game, but from what I've read, is like PSV took it to Inter Milan. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and I thought PSV was a good team, but I certainly thought Inter Milan at home playing for. Like qualifying into the next round of the Champions League would would come all out and and really test the medal, but perhaps I mean because we were watching the game, but perhaps uh, Inter were just shocked at how much effort PSV were going to put could into be. it, it could be, and yeah. just weren't able to respond to it the way that you'd think they would. PSV but against Barcelona showed that they can really run at you. Inter, Inter Milan are not it. that good of a side. Like they're Inter. Uh, to be fair, Inter aren't the I old. Inter aren't the old Inter. Inter beat Spurs, no. but Spurs just like killed them that game. It was yeah. just a bit unlucky. They beat them, oh, but they it, also and, gave and, up a late goal that they should never have given up. Of course, up. but of course, but I'm, if that's fair, but I'm just saying, like, Inter the side that we all kind of know as, like, Inter Milan being yeah, a sort true. of big footballing Inter side. Inter Milan, Ace Milan for the last no, they're not what they They're not what they I were agree. eight to ten years ago. So. so I think the right two teams went through. We move over to the Liverpool-Napoli game, which was a big ticket item. You yep. got PSG. Yep. That's uh, the game playing, I watched today. Yeah, playing Red Star Belgrade. So, Paul, maybe, well, I'm yeah, finished, but, you, but I'd love yeah. to know, because he watched well, it. we're going to get Paul's feel. I just, yeah. The scenario going in is that PSG... Uh, had a, had a relatively uh, easy game that you would expect them to win if they win that, um, depending on the result. They're, sure. they're in comfortably with Napoli in the lead, uh, ahead by three points on Liverpool. This was, I'll this tell you was right now, mouthwater. Neymar had the goal of the day. I haven't oh, seen it. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. What, was it stunning? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, 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 so to start, they won comfortably. Was it 2 1 or 3 1? I mean, 4 1. They played fucking. Oh, and it was 4 1. Zverbev's Vegeta. Who the fuck is that? PSG? Yeah. Oh man! Oh, yeah, I, I thought, yeah. No, I thought yeah. it was Red Star Belgrade. No, no. It was. Well, a, it was a really. Do they have two names? <laughs> so it was. They the, could. It's fucking Liverpool. It's, 
Uh, Jaina's Riveda. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so tell us about the game. Liverpool versus Liverpool Napoli. Liverpool had Anfield. to win. And a couple times during the scoreline, it was Liverpool had to win, but then it also broke down to, like, even the score would be that if, uh, if a single goal was scored... By Napoli? By Napoli. Napoli are through. So you're watching, like, last 20 minutes of this game. So if, if Liverpool won 3-1, it wouldn't have mattered? And it was one nothing. And all Napoli had to do was score one goal, and Liverpool would have to score two more. So it became this, like, just go fucking score a goal. Oh, my God. So uh, Liverpool played really well. Their press was really high. They were aggressive. They were a much better team in the first half. Mo Salah scored a a goal that gives every indication that he might be back to being Mo Salah. And he's Um, definitely back, man. That goal he scored was ridiculous. It was nice. Hat-trick at the weekend, and then he does that. It was a great goal. Uh, But what I was disappointed by was... The math was in the favor of Napoli. Just go fucking all out. Like, let them score another goal on the counter. It doesn't matter. They sat back. Just score a fucking goal. And they didn't sit back entirely. They did start throwing everything up. But, like, in the last eight minutes, they started throwing everything up. It was just a little bit like, ah. Too too little, too late. Too little, too late. And I I, I have seen Napoli play much better than what I saw today. Napoli are a good side, right? Like there was, they're a good they side. Were, sorry, last season had them in uh, second in the... Liverpool the played right? really well. How they did, yeah. Nobody was allowed to get on the ball See, that's for what I think. Seconds. Liverpool are in fo- really good form. Hey, how, did Kul- how did Koulibaly look? Koulibaly... I love him, don't so you? So I cheer on, I cheer on Inter Milan to not go on to the next round because it makes them more likely to sell center backs. I was watching this <laughs> game for the same reason. I wanted Napoli not to go on to the next Man round. United fans so right that now. desperation, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to buy off somebody in the Champions League. I want to buy off somebody in the fucking Europa. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're available. Kulabali, uh, w- w- people will blame him for Salah's goal. I will say that if he got tighter, then he's going to give away a penalty. He took away the cross across the box. He forced the player to go to a wide angle. Was he the one marking him? He was the one marking him. All game. All game. I don't think Mo Salah had very many opportunities because he was, he was down his throat the entire game. Like I, I thought he played really well. I thought he was a tad too aggressive sometimes. Towards the end of the game, he played up in their end, in their box, because he's their best header. So he became he like, size, he became right? a striker. Like, let's get Koulibaly up up the pitch. And it was like, that's cool, but let's it was like, Manchester. do that 20 minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, so well, he 20, really 20 minutes earlier, maybe they, they, they're worried about conceding but I think, but I think it wouldn't matter is, it doesn't if matter. they conceded a goal say, if oh, they, they just needed to score the score was 2 nothing. they still would have gone through if they Had scored they scored. one goal oh fucking hell so it was just like give it, it just to needed them. to score so could they have won uh, okay, yeah so they should have done it earlier then <laughs> Liverpool probably should have won 4 nothing. because I will say that uh, their keeper uh, Sané missed a couple of fucking oh did he Oof. you mean Mane Mane Mane, Mane. Mane. missed some fucking sitters sitters Jeez, okay. and he had that face of a guy too. He just so, fucking knew it. So let's move on to what, what do you guys think about the best who what, the, out of the English teams or the Premier League teams that we have because I think they're all in, right? They're, yeah, they're all in the in the knockout stage, which is great. It's very exciting. It's exciting for the league because that it will affect how oh, yeah. teams adjust to week in week out. Um, who do we think? Who do we think has the best chance based on form and what I've seen of how they can play uh, in a home and away setup? And not necessarily saying anything until I know who, who they're paired up again. I think yeah, because we, we'll, we'll get a draw on Friday. I think Man City still feel like a team that have the best chance on paper going in. And I think Liverpool have uh, a team that uh, could cause pretty much anybody problems home yeah. and away. I don't like them to go as far as Man City, um, but it depends what matchup they have. Uh, I think Tottenham are in it, depending on who they have, uh, have next. Um, and then United are... 
You know, they're lucky if they get past next round. Like, like if Spurs get... If Spurs, uh, I would agree with everything Paul I, I, would, I was going to say, like, I have nothing else to add other than because I'm a Spurs fan. If Spurs get into their new stadium and play in the Champions League in their new stadium and get sort of cozy a little bit, is that a factor for so you let guys? Me throw, let me throw it to you right now. So let's just say you get Barcelona... Well, we can't. Or, we can't get Barcelona. Oh, that's right. Just Let's play. just say you get Bayern Munich, yeah, or Manchester City in PSG. the next round, or PSG. Do you take Spurs to get out of that next round? I, I think we can beat any team in in any game. I think like I, I, like we've, so we've proven the question, that. Though. Yes, you take them to go through. I I mean take them. I would I would. There's a chance. There's a, there's a chance. There's always a chance. It, there's always a chance. I think I think Spurs. This is, fair is, this is their second. They showed something today. I'll tell you. That. Yeah, and that's my point. They're, this is their second kind of like um, full kind of run in the Champions League. Yeah. And the last one we we got we finished second in a group where we were supposed to not even get like get there you yeah. know Dortmund uh, Real Madrid we beat both of those teams we, we we proved in that in that instance that we were good in this instance we proved that we were resilient we were able to we were able to go all right fucking hell it's up again we're up against it now we've we fucked ourselves cuz losing uh, or tying against P- PSV and then and losing against Inter when we should have beat either of those teams mm-hmm. now we have to go beat each of those teams and then go to the camp new and get a result Again, lucky because Inter and PSV drew, and so yeah, we got a little bit lucky, but we we played really well. So, yeah, I think Spurs could go through. Anything I think Spurs happen. could do what what Liverpool could do, or what City could do, or what United could even do. I like you never know. It's I know I know you roll your eyes, but I want to give. I want to. Well, I don't. I think I roll my eyes because I don't know that United. But the reason I say that, the reason I say that is because it, there's it's, it's tournament it's football. football. Yeah, and and I think Jose Mourinho is really really understands how to win a game, and if it's a single game and it's knockout, he's like, here's what we're gonna do. He did it against Inter, uh, and I forget what year that was when uh, he was at. Uh, you mean he did it for Inter? or for Inter? Sorry, yes, yeah, for Inter Barcelona. against Barcelona, yeah. um, and it was and it, and it was like it was awful. It was like <laughs> it was terrifyingly bad. Uh, but he I knows was, how to get a result. So maybe maybe you guys get the right team, and you guys. You, I, I'm going to say it could happen. I'm just saying. Man City still have a chance. Obviously, everybody has a chance. The only team I can say from the four that we're listing that don't really have a chance on paper are Man United, and it's it's. Great that we have Mourinho. He's he's like maybe the right manager to give us a chance. I'm just trying to be unbiased here, guys. <laughs> it's I, I, I can be the optimistic Man United fan who says like you can't go into the Champions League with a poor record of not being able to close up shop. Yeah, which we just we can't we can't close up shop. We can't squeak one nothing wins off of anyone. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, then you can't play that style against the teams that you can't go open-ended. So, yeah, we have the manager who could maybe manage us into a position where we could close up shot, park the bus, maybe play for the counterattack. But we just don't have the personnel right now sure. or the defense or, or or something's missing right now that we can even keep a clean sheet in the Premier League. Yeah. So I go into this next round going, cool, let's enjoy what we can. We may not be able to hear for a couple Calvary of seasons. and I had so. this discussion on the way over here and see, he was convinced it's personnel. And I, and, I, and I agree that personnel is a problem. I think it's a combination of the two things together. You have a manager who doesn't have the personnel he needs and he doesn't know how to deal with that. And you're, you're getting this like end result that is that is difficult for, yeah. in every way. Um, so... so we, Let's move on to something. Are we ready to move on? Because yeah. I know you well, guys. Are, I mean, I would ask you, you this. To, I would ask you this. Now you don't necessarily know what the next round of matchups are. No. Who, Friday, I think we find out, right? Is Friday. That, Friday. Yeah. Who Who would you say is the team that you think would be Tottenham's boogeyman? Like the team that you would be like, oh fuck, Ooh. not these guys. These are the guys I don't want to play. There were, Good question. There, I like that's a great. Because I don't want. I like that's nobody's gonna know question. who the softball teams are. Oh man. But you you kind of know who the boogeyman teams are. Who would you not want the most? Because there's almost an advantage that you City. don't, you can't get Barcelona, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, probably. You don't like the matchup. We've just, we've just, we've only beaten Man City once, like in, I think probably the last eight, eight times we played them. I think Man City and Barcelona are probably two teams that nobody wants. Yeah, I mean, but other than that, I think the bogey team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when we lost to Juventus last year, I mean, I feel like we were the better side over the two legs. Mm-hmm. Um, Juventus can be beat. I th- they can. I, I think. No, they, yeah. I'm not saying they, they will be beat. I'm just like I think they can. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I, I guess is. I'm not really because of the results we've gotten out of some of the biggest clubs in the last two seasons. I'm not really worried about any team in two games, particular. Though, right? I think it is, and, and and anything can happen in those two games. I think if there's a bogey team, though, like I think bogey means like yeah. it's a side that you struggle against yeah, you don't in whatever against. result. Yeah. I think it would have to say City because yeah. in the league we played them a lot and yeah. we've only beaten them once. I and it was close. It was like three two. If know, I was like, a, if I was a Tottenham fan, I would sit here and say Man City for the same reason. And I feel like the familiarity that they have with you. Yeah, we're making it even against, easier for them. It works against you. Yeah, I agree. but if you went to Bayern, they don't know you. They don't know. They don't yeah. know your players. Yeah, yeah. They have and, to, it, and it could be a little bit of. They a, just have to look at tape, yeah. and then we. And same with us. But yeah. I think City know us. Like they, totally. the players know the totally. players. It's going to be a really difficult matchup if we get City. But I think, I, I think other than that, I think like we could be any side. PSG, would you be worried? I think. I mean, I think any team is going to be worried about PSG because of the quality that they have. But I think in how much they like to cheat. But I think going forward, we have as much as they do. We're dynamic. We have a lot of different options going forward. You know, Harry Kane, top goal scorer in the league for, you know, or, or close to it for the last three seasons running. There's goals to be had. Um, their defense isn't necessarily used to that, the level that you're going to get from a Premier League side. Yeah, right. They're great going forward, but we have a really solid defense. Uh, you know, if you look, if we play the back four we played tonight, minus Kyle Walker-Peters, maybe it's Trippier instead, that back four is not going to be easily broken through. I mean, yeah, you got Neymar and you got Mbappe, so he's pro- you're probably going to, they're going to score, but I think going forward, we have enough to, to match them. We will be able to chat about this further next week when when the result when the uh, well. What do you guys think about United? We're going to ask the same question. Just I'm going to ask the same question to you guys. Bogey side. Is there a team you don't want to play against? I just genuinely not to be too negative. Liverpool. Just think the state of the club. Well, no, I think there's a bunch. Like Liverpool. No, no. I want like a like you said oh, bogey my, side. My bogey team. Like one that would be like you like you know you're going to lose to. We lost in two Champions League finals right. to them. So uh, obviously Liverpool is my team. Really? I don't want to lose to those fuckers. Yeah, because League. because of the because of the the rivalry. Well, funnily enough, <laughs> I, I would wait, usually invite it's it. A big rivalry. Can't right? wait for predictions. Guess who we play this week? Yeah, we'll get into if, that. If we played Liverpool right now in Champions League, it would be the equivalent of, of a fighter going up to another fighter who's in his like summer weight and saying, "Let's fucking do it." I'd be like, no, man, I'm not ready for you right now, dude. I hate your fucking guts, but I'm not ready for you right yeah. now. Barcelona, we're not ready for that fight. Team. We've always struggled with them. Yeah, yeah, so that's a fair show. So that's what I was saying because it's like, it's like, how many times have you been up against them? What have been the results? If you get them, are you fine? Who's, the, who's the most likely to buy, to buy Pogba? I, I, I want to turn this into a shopping spree. Just like go showcase Paul Pogba against Barcelona. Let him see him up close. Yeah, but don't you think teams are looking at him right now and are like, well, maybe he's not everything people think he is because right now he's not for me. It's and tough. I, there's so much. There's so much spin. A lot of people yeah. are probably buying. Him for a lot of people are probably buying. buying. Jerseys and marketing material because he's he's considered the most oh, marketable yeah. footballer totally. next to Ronaldo. Yeah. PSG would still spend a fortune. You might be. Right. They would. Yeah. I, and and there's a lot of guys who are probably looking at him going. He's being mismanaged. 
which he probably is. Well, we I think he, I think he is, but I think I think he is, but I also think he's like the, the like the manager and the player are like the two worst. It's like the worst combination of the two you could have. Yeah. But like, wait, what Paul Pogba needs is not who Jose Mourinho is. If Pogba is being managed by Pep Guardiola or by Klopp or by yeah. Pochettino, the players, you know, the managers, you can put their arm around him and give him a little bit of a hug and be like, I, I get you, we're friends, but at the same time, do this. He'll get more out of the player. I just Jose Mourinho just doesn't get. Like he's just not that yeah. type of manager, and he's not going to get that out of Pogba. He's the I, wrong manager. For I the completely run, for agree. That type of right. the, the only I thing I will right. say that I find like, to be true is I guarantee Pep would fucking hate. Oh, Pogba! You know he, 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 well, he just like him like Yaya Torre, I think in a way, right? Maybe. Like I think well, it'd be a no, similar Benjamin relationship. Benjamin Mendy, he doesn't put up with any of Benjamin Mendy well, yeah, shit, and, yeah. he's, and he's even made comments. He's got to get his life. To, if he worried more about, you know, it'd be similar. His game on the field instead of on social. He's made that comment. If Jose made that comment to Pogba, it would be the end. Into the world. Let's uh, let's move on to predictions, guys. Let's do those first, and I think yeah. we have a couple topics we want to do. But I think predictions is probably. I agree because we just kind of brought up the Liverpool Man U sure, man, uh, rivalry. Let's do the predictions for this. Yeah, that, that is our that is our game of the week, and then we'll move oh, on yeah, to uh, another important topic that I think is that we need to discuss for sure. Okay, City at home to Wait Everton. A second, I haven't got my crystal ball out yet. <laughs> Fucker. Oh, you getting it? Out? Get it out. Get it out. I gotta get it out of the briefcase. <laughs> Oh, I think it's out. I don't think the smoke machine's on high enough. All right, you ready there? I'll add some sound effects, guys. It'll be exciting. Let's do it. Let's let's knock through it. Manchester City at home to To Everton. Everton. Yeah, good. This could be good. good. Um, Is it going to be good? I think it will be. Everton did not look good against Watford. Everton, they were were very lucky to get a draw. But Everton had played really well up to that game. So I think the question is: is is are they tired? Guerrero back? I don't think so. And I think if he's back, he's on the bench. I don't think he's going to start because he's he's coming off an injury. Yeah, but do you see like a reaction game from City here? Because you could very much see that in Pep saying, you know what, that wasn't good enough. Let's see it. Or oh yeah, Pep's going to make some changes. So then, what do you think? He's always got these guys on the sidelines who are hungry to get on the field. Yeah, got to like, prove himself. Like Mares doesn't play that often. Mares played. Mares has played like the last four games. But he, again, <laughs> he plays all the time now. But he's he, become one of their most like first picked players. But that's the recently. thing. It earned it. Feel like players don't play very often, but then if you step back and look at all competitions, they all kind of get equal fit share. Yeah, he yeah. But he makes it feel well. like it's a competition. Yeah, yeah. His balance, he, his balance, he, in like he does this weird vibe not. where it feels like, yeah. like uh, oh, you got competition for everybody, yeah, but yeah. really it's just a rotation with a little Strong bit of heat on it. Man yeah. management, yeah, really very very is. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I like Man City to win this one pretty. Good. Yeah, I do as well. I'm gonna go. Uh, can I go first? Sure. You want me to go first because you're gonna like steal my. No, I think I've got. I'm gonna go three one Man City. Okay. See, I think I'm going to go 2-0 because I don't think he can score the 4-5 and five every week. And Everton, let's be fair here. Everton, There's a goal in Everton. Everton, no, it's not even that. They're not the worst squad. They're a decent squad. Richarlison to score. He yeah. scores nearly every game at the moment, so he's he's, he's playing well. But I think no, I still again we never give any credit to the Manche- Manchester City defense. Sure, oh, I they, give tons of credit. Sure, they had a rough week against Chelsea, but I, I give more credit to Chelsea there. So I think I'm gonna go two nil. I'm gonna go three nil for Man City. Yeah, that's a good one. And I I just think it's gonna be the midfield's gonna be fucking dominated by Man City, and that's what it is, right? Like I don't, I don't see a ton of defensive capability from the Everton midfield that they have like what I would say is probably their ideal midfield right now there's a, a lot of guys who are pretty offensive and good with the ball but like a, a Sigurdsson for example 
he gets left for dust in this game. Oh yeah, he, gets mm-hmm. he may come up with a miracle strike out of nowhere. Like that's that's a bag that he, he doesn't can have the, uh, the, the 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 speed, not necessarily no. the pace, but the speed, no. the yeah. mental speed about how to like he'll get run ragged. Yeah, he will. Yeah, even with Charleston is he'll, he'll be pulled around a, a lot. Bit of a bitch when he gets it. played physical. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a thing that like you can, you can get him out of the game if you just play a bit physical with him. He just starts like rolling and whining and looking around because he's not a striker. He's not used to that kind of like attention. Yeah. All right, so we're all in agreement. By the way, I read this the other day, and I'm fucking shocked by this. Laporte has not played for France yet. He has not been capped. He's French? Yeah. I thought he was Spanish. I think he can go either Laporte. way, but he claimed for France. Laporte. I thought it was like... Laporte. You're right, you're right. It's fair. I thought it was Laporte. He's, yeah, he's from France. Is he, is he? His training and, uh, and like basically, his coaching came from Spain. So he can qualify for either one because he's also got a family has connection. Has he played for either? He's claimed for France and he has not been capped yet. Oh, How the fuck but I'm is like, that? He's young. Like, he's think one of the best no, in the league. Let's think about... Let's There's think a about, Crystal Palace fucking defender who's been capped but let, guys, before let, him. But recently. Guys, let's think about the depth that France have. Like, like it's it's crazy. So the, you've got Raphael Varane. Who else are you going to put in? Uh, hey, La, Laporte. Yeah, yeah, for Who? sure. Now you are because he's playing in the side now that are really good, and he's he's showing that he's really good. But he up paid until seventy five million. But up until this season, January. he hadn't. So you yeah. know, he, he started. He I think his... he starts for France in the next game that they play in international week. Yeah, I think yeah. he starts, but and I think Varane, it'll be his, get his first cap. He's lost out to Sacco. Is the guy that his basically his position went to, and that's yeah. unbelievable. You know, right, Deschamps does weird shit. We're doing predictions here. Now I'm talking about. France fucking... Oh, hey, I thought it was a good show. I'm just kidding. I thought it was a really good intro. <laughs> he's one of the show. best defenders in the Premier League, and he hasn't been capped yet. It's he is right now. Yeah. But he's only just showing that. Is he not only just oh, showing that? So his... And at the end of last season. His... The, the amount of money they paid to get him was based Ridiculous. on his form in Spain. Like, he's been very good for a while. Yeah. Okay, well... He eased into the to, to the Prem, I think. I mean, fuck him. He's a Man City player. I don't love exactly. the guy. But... No, he's a phenomenal he's player. player. Crystal Palace at home to Leicester... God damn it! One of these teams has got to win something. Who knows? I'm going to get no, this wrong anyway. I'm going to go. This is they're starting to slide one, into one a very draw. precarious place in the league. One one, one one. I'm going to go two one. Crystal Palace. Those are shit. I'm just trying to fucking mix it up so I can win something. <laughs> I don't think uh, Zaha is healthy. By the way, I'm going. Oh shit! I think Zaha. Post- <laughs> I'll still go. Two I'm one. fairly sure Zaha posted a picture. Andres Townsend going to get both brace. those goals for you. Or what? There you go. <laughs> Townsend with a brace. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go two nil Leicester. Yeah. All right. You said two one Crystal Palace. Yeah. All right. I don't know why. I don't know. Why I'm picking that. He's desperate at this I'm moment. I'm going for anything right now. Um, I have a hard time watching Leicester play because I, I was. I'm a fan of Leicester. But like I like the way they play. Well, I mean, I think they, they all have a they soft have spot. Gutted for them. everything about the I way they play. Zero oh, soft yeah, you're a Spurs fan. I fucking hate Leicester. Yeah. Fuck Leicester. <laughs> I love them. They have gutted every way they like. They they need to be active in January. Just just gonna say, they don't even need to get like top quality players. They just need to get the players that can be of the profile of the guys that were making them successful the way they played before. Get over that. Move or on. Or totally move on. Move on. Well, no, I don't. And, and again, we know. No, Danny Drinkwater come back. You're not, not going to win the league again. Not a ton happens it's not gonna in happen. January, but they do need to be active in the summer it's because not they're, they're going to slowly start they're slipping into understand relegation. Understand who you are. They're, they're dipping into that possible yeah. relegation. Yeah, they are. They're shit. They shouldn't be down Former there. Former champs. Come they've on. got a trophy in their cabinet. Come on, just because they've got trophies. Don't be mad. Hey, they got lucky once. They're EPL title winners, dude. What would you know about that? That's true. It's fair. Have you 
Huddersfield Town at home to Newcastle. <laughs> this is going to be a cracker. Oh, I'm going to wake up early for this one. <laughs> Fuck. Fortunately, it's at 10 a.m. There's I a bunch of other games to watch. I'm going to file this one under who gives a shit. This is going to be the game of TSN broadcasts. Oh, goodness. Yeah, exactly. Because they got nothing else. Uh, oh, my God. How do you predict this one? Fuck well, Newcastle up. are on a bit of a, a turn, but I've not yet completely just rounded their way through to being decent again. A red card and lost. Uh, I, I, yeah. think, I think Huds are... are I I like them at home. I don't know why. Sure, Newcastle wow. don't score a lot of goals. Huddersfield don't score a lot <laughs> of goals. They really don't. And when they score goals, they're fucking they're ugly. They're shit goals. They're rarely anything good. I'm going to go... Although their goal <laughs> against uh, uh, Wolves was actually quite nice. It was a cleansing header from uh, Perez. You couldn't do it. Uh, I'm going to go with... No, somebody else pricked it first. I'll go, I'll okay, first like, I'll, I'll, go one, I'll go one each. One each. Let's one wake each. up early and watch that. Well, it's not early. It's 10 a.m. Like Let's drink our coffee and enjoy The Man City-Everton game is the early game. I'll go. So you don't have, I'm going to go uh, 2-1 HUD. I know. I need a 10 a.m. I guess I'm watching Spurs because... Or maybe Wolves. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Two, two. Yeah. What yeah. did you go, Paul? I went 2-1. Oh, one, I'm going to go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. They don't... Oh, neither of them have enough quality to score two goals. One, one, eh? Yeah. Prick. They don't have enough quality to do. To do. Yeah, I know. Uh, this honest. next one, uh, Tottenham Hotspur at home to Burnley. Oh my God, Burnley don't look good at all. They're not. Playing is that, well. is Here's that, the thing, though. This is a team that, that just Wimberley? played a game. This I, is a team that just played a game, but I think you're going to see more on Lamella start due to rotation. I think you're going to see a Spurs pumping here. I'm going to go three rip, three I, nothing. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I think the Burnley manager is going to get fired next. I, I was going to bring that up later yep. in the ramble. Let's, let's save it. Save it. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna go. You're gonna go three nil. Oh yeah, Polly. God damn it, three nil. I mean, going? Spurs are in good form. At the I moment. mean, I'll go. I'll go two nil. Yeah, I was. I was. I was doing to do two nil as well. Two Burnley are terrible. They might be playing. Spurs the are gonna. Spurs are gonna probably rest Kane and Erickson again. Um, mm-hmm. We got the Carabao Cup on the Wednesday of the following week. I think it's Stay the be best players. We're gonna we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna we're gonna rotate and we're gonna win two 0 That cup is such a fucking bullshit distraction. It, it is. really is. Like you I, almost want to get knocked out of it early I'm, on. I, you don't want to get knocked out by Derby. You certainly don't want to be where we are. And that's not to say like I'm, 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 okay I'm devaluing that, that tournament. Early. But when when top teams field juniors to eventually lose and like yeah, and not give cubs. a shit about it, it's a little I get cubs it now. I it just if you do well in that tournament, you were placed in the busiest time of year, particularly if you're in top four and in Champions League. I got a question for you guys on, the, on this note, okay? Because everybody talks about like Spurs need to win a trophy, right? Like, yeah. This is a, isn't like oh, gotta win a trophy. If Spurs win the League Cup. Does it mean anything to you guys? I like, are you gonna, are you guys going to go? Oh, they won a trophy now. Even after what you just said, I think nobody I, wants to play in this tournament. No, no, yeah, shit. No, no, it's a trophy. But if no, they win it's a trophy. it, I think right. it's important. <laughs> but so, what, why is it important? Well, now? because a team like, like Spurs, do you understand the hypocrisy no, in that? State? No, I understand where you're coming from. I'm going to explain it from. Okay, my Okay, I want to hear. That's why I asked. So, for City or for even Chelsea, for them to win it now, I don't think it matters. I would say it matters for Spurs because winning a trophy shows progress and confidence. Right, okay. So it's a little bit different, right? right. I mean... No, no, I get that. That's why I wanted to ask. I wasn't sure because everybody's like, ah, shit, nobody wants to be in it. I'll give you another example. But for Spurs, if they're in it and they win it, you're like, ah, you won a trophy, and everybody goes, does it matter anymore? Hypothetically, let's just say you got knocked out today, right? And you won the Europa League, right? And you won a trophy, which Europa League's decent. If you were in 
win the, the Carabao Cup next year and you fielded like a team of nobodies and you got knocked out, I don't think you'd care. But it's nice to get a trophy in your cabinet if you haven't had one in a while. Fair. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. That's why I asked. And it does it's, show progress from the manager. That's why I asked. Yeah, it's a good question. It's the shittiest of the trophies. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's, a red it's the most meaningless, but it's like, something. The vacuum of no trophies right now is easily the, the where you go to when you talk shit about Spurs. Oh, yeah. Sure, of course. Everybody like, does it. We would just change what we're saying a little bit to talk about your shitty trophy, your one single... Like, but, mm. but you are at a time of year... Or time of your uh, your existence, even where trophies should be the next thing you start getting. Who cares what the first one is? Exactly. Yeah. You break oh, the I agree. And I think and then you start getting the teams more. that have progressed when they've when they've got a, you know a new owner or they've got new infusion of money. The first thing that they've won was that is that trophy. Yeah. So it is. There uh, from I, I think it is important. I did, the reason I totally. asked is I wasn't sure what other people think. I think it's important. I don't think I don't put like everything on it. I still yeah. think finishing top four is more important mm-hmm. because of the money and yeah. the the attraction you get for, to your club. But winning a trophy specifically is a—it's a marker. It's, it's like, weird we've how we've done this now. We 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 know how to win in a moment when we need to know yeah. how to win. And then once you've got that, you go, all right, let's move yeah. on to other things it's we levels, know how to win. Because right? you, you can knowing at, how to win, it's winning something. You and can mentality. look at an Atletico Madrid who made a career out of winning uh, the Europa. Yeah. And then started becoming real players in Spain. Oh, yeah. And then started becoming real players in Champions League. League. Benfica started signing thing, right? players that because they were competing in these kind of like bigger profile mm-hmm. uh, tournaments. Even if the, the tournament isn't like as sexy as Champions it's League, profile. it's big enough to bring in certain players. Yeah. And they were it was it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. It takes a little it's bit. It's a time. process. They've and then Atletico Madrid are like too. they're legit. They're up there. Yeah. I think Atletico were a good comparison to Spurs as well as far like not not necessarily like where they are timeline wise, but where they are within the league that they're in. Whenever they win. And it all seems to start with like uh, Simeone was there, guy, right manager, right timing, yeah, exactly. brings in the right players, yeah. has a mentality, builds it up, Tough wins something. Tough not to something. like that team. Yeah. Tough yeah. not to like them. Yeah. Uh, Watford at home to Cardiff. If I see Watford the way they played against Everson, this game should should, should be Watford. But again, I say that, but I also I I got to start becoming aware that there's real go. bias against Cardiff, like they're a shit team, but they're not. I'm gonna go two nil Watford. Two nil Watford. I'm going to get Cardiff to score and go 2-1 Watford. 2-1 Watford. I like them. There's a a player. Ryan's in the washroom, so I'm going to stop. There's a player. I wish I fucking remember. I want to drink because I can't remember his name. What are you you picking in this game? I'm going to tell you. I'm just stalling. Oh, oh, you're leading up to it. Well, I'm stalling while he's in the (laughs) desert. There's a player on uh, Cardiff. I don't know if you've noticed this guy. He's really, he's really dirty. And he's the one guy in the entire league who has a dirty 1970s stash. Okay. He runs around the pitch with his fucking porn star stash. Oh, this, we were talking about this guy last week. He's the best. What's his name? I don't even know. That's terrible. Who cares? It's literally two weeks in a row you've brought him up and haven't he's, known his name. He's like stash guy. Like, he's I almost I almost guy. like that I don't know his name. And I watch <laughs> him play, and he's not he's not bad, but he's not good. Yeah. He's just like one of those guys who... who I think I know who you're talking just about. Just sloppily gets it done, but has no real finesse or skill or pace. He's got nothing that is like a key attribute is he as a player. Or a no, he's like a midfield player. Scrappy though, scrappy really? and dirty. Oh, dirty. Man. Anyways, if you ever get a chance, watch some of his porn. It's really. You have to check him out. I'm gonna go with Watford wins this game. Two uh, one felt right to me. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take another beer if you're gonna offer a beer. And then. The team that's second nearest and dearest to Paulie's Wolves, Wolverhampton versus Bournemouth. Home. Who's like my Bournemouth. third heart? Really? Yeah. 
Well, that's why you got so defensive with the Southampton comparison. I like Bournemouth. There you go. <laughs> well, what do you like this score to be? Start uh, us off here. God damn it. Um, we're on uh, Wolves Bournemouth? Yeah. I think oh. Wilson's on a hamstring injury, and that's a big deal for Bournemouth. Um, I like Wolves to win this. In a good old-fashioned one nil. This is a battle for mid-table mediocrity. I'm one nil FC on this one as well. One nil feels one nil for who? Wolves. Oh yeah, come on. Wolfpack baby. What? I'm gonna go one one. Yeah, I was thinking that, but you know, I can't see Bournemouth scoring. No, I think I I can. Wolves. Just let you guys just let me pick first and just go with whatever the opposite I say. Never listen to Convery. Oh shit! I disagree with him. <laughs> oh no! Uh, I wrote that. Oh, that's fine. No, disagreeing with him is a good thing. Agreeing with him means he went with one. You <laughs> picked first, so it's okay. All right, a little uh, London derby, Fulham at home to the Hammers, West Ham. I'm looking forward to this game. So am I. I think this could be a fun game. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of goals. I'm going three-two West Ham. Three-two West Ham. Three-two West Ham. I'm gonna go two-two. Um, no, I'm gonna go. 2-1 West Ham. 2-1 West Ham. I just had to think about it for a minute. You know, sometimes you need a minute. Actually, no, I'm changing mine. <laughs> sorry, sorry. There's no way Fulham scored twice. 3-1 yeah. West Ham. Fulham are shit. I just, I no just remember the United Fulham game. I'm that's like, why I was like, Fulham they were not going to score two goals. They that's were not happen. so bad. I'm mad because really I was going to go 3-1, so now I have to go 3-1, knowing that you, it's wrong because you picked it. Oh, oh shit. That's his, that's his two points for I the week. I feel terrible. But Fulham do not look good. No, they look really bad. All right. Southampton at home to the Gunners. Oh, God. I like the Gunners to sneak it out again 1-0. You know what's amazing? I'm going to oh, sidebar this. Yeah, sidebar. You know what's amazing sidebar about Fulham? fuck out of it. Sidebar the Sorry. <laughs> I think the little midfield player, Sorry, signed in the yeah, offseason. Yeah, John Michael. We were linked to him. I like him. I want him. Fantastic goal game two of the oh, yeah. season. Another player we could have Phenomenal. That just goes to Fulham. He's on... Because we don't want to buy any players. He's on Sorry. the... <laughs> The rumor mill for <laughs> should be like a should be like an alarm that goes up. Man United yeah. rant. Yeah. <laughs> but he's on he's on the oh, the rumor mill for Barcelona, for Man United, for Liverpool. He's like associated with all oh, these. He guys. was linked to like seven top clubs this past summer. That is my, us included. That's exactly. That's, I think that's, that's like, my point. Well, you're going. Yeah. And then you see this guy he literally go, like named three out of the seven. I thought you meant he's linked to them now. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, so my apologies. And then you, you see him play for Fulham and the. He's there's the reason why none of those teams signed him, and I really do question if the links were ever true, because you can pick any name from anybody in France who's got a couple of good goals, yeah, and has a who scored dot com rating of seven oh. plus. He's on a terrible. Why team, do you though? think we bought George Kevin and Kudu yeah. or fucking yeah. uh, the other I think players who play in France on the right team who like be look a much right, better player, but look great, but they're what not the fuck great. Was he thinking and going I, to Fulham? I, I've always picked on the uh, the handicap of a player who comes from um, the German league to play in England. The French like, league how, is how much is more handicap? The French league is fucked so way more dude, handicap, way more. And, and it's bullshit because there are fucking gems. Like Conte came for the French league, yeah, gems. Lucas Mora. Gems. I'm going to tell you but right who now. But who do they play for in the in the French League? That, it matters. Listen, that Lyon team, it, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of like that Monaco team because there's four or five players on that really team really good players. That are out. That's a team that has... Had, had, has beaten Man City and drew Man City yep. in the Champions League. So, oh, dude, like I've you're looking at them they've got just quality on that them. side. They've got yeah. Three or four. But why aren't they that good incredible. in the league? Uh, they 
I mean, they're not I, I they're, they're not horrible, I think but they're, they're doing okay. I think they're the third or fourth, but like Rare. maybe four, five or six points up. But I'm just saying, like, what do you? How do you get motivated for that league other than getting well, into a Champions League spot it, and right? playing against or, PSG? Or get, getting a transfer to a, well, that's a, really what a, it is. A right? better side, exactly. So uh, yeah, cool. Southampton at home to Arsenal. Ah, fuck, I think I said it. And I'll take an Arsenal one nil. On the road. What a, what a boring game to yeah. I like three one Arsenal. <gasps> I like your score better. I, I literally it. I literally was thinking the exact I, I like said your it. score better. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick right that down. I'm gonna go two one Arsenal. Two, two one. one. Two one, yeah. Two and one. then Brighton and Hove Albion best name. Why did they get two why do they get two teams to play against everybody else? I don't Brighton understand. Brighton and Hove Albion <laughs> at their gross. fortress. Stupid jokes. <laughs> at home at their fortress to, to the Chelsea to the Chelsea Club. Chelsea have the favorites as we. Chelsea are coming soon. off coming off obviously a massive win. Do do they? Do Chelsea? I'm the worst predictor ever. I'm do Chelsea relax one. after the after that win? Like feeling like okay, we've just well, you know we've done that, and then they don't come into the next game at the same level, or do they level up? Now? This is going to be like, like my what do you fourth? think? What do you think the what do you think the reaction to that win will be? Because be like they have been poor prior to this. They've been you know not you know they the, the two losses yeah. and, a, and a one win in between, but not played very well, and then they had this incredible game against Man City. My, my take on this: What, do you, what, the, what Chelsea are we going to see? The dynamic of this game is that Brighton defend very well at home. Yes, mm-hmm. they're good, at, very good at home. And that Chelsea, when they play against a team that the they're the one that should be winning, come score on us. They haven't looked that good. They look the shit case. in those scenarios. They, they struggle. Just, the strikers aren't there. Hazard has some form early in the season, so they could rely on him to be the guy to bang it in. Morata can't get Morata through the lines. He's shit. offside a million fucking He's times. Done. Uh-huh. He's offside like uh, he is done. Actually, if there's a player that's yeah. done, we know he did the done thing earlier. He is done. I done. like the chances of Brighton to, to nip this. I'm, I'm going to say I one was, nil Brighton. I was thinking either nil nil or Chelsea nick it one nil. I'm going to go one nil Brighton. I, li- I, I honestly I don't dislike and, the and pitch. that's me saying also the Premier League is a fucking crazy league. Yeah. <laughs> that's you why we go, love it. Go beat the fucking champions and then it. lose the Brighton yeah. next week. That's why we love it. Oh, that's yeah. why I love it. Am I gonna have balls and go with the nil? I'll take Chelsea to nick it one nil. One nil. I'm gonna go one one draw. One one. So all we're all right. in the vicinity. Yeah. 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 It's a tight game. And you know Six what? Nothing any of those, <laughs> any of those, I think it's one of those three. Like I don't see a two one or a, a three one or a whatever. But good I will say though, like as this, this guessing game emerges, though, you have got the safe bet there. <laughs> You've got the one nil. Like that's a safe. At least you might get one point. Yeah, I think I probably like, play, yeah. biggest odds. You have the best pick of getting a lead. You're going to do better than you did last week. <laughs> I still think that you'll get one point. I still think something's going to happen here in this game. I don't know. Calgary, I love taking the piss. <laughs> game of the week. Game of the week. This is a big one, folks. We got biggest, Liverpool. Liverpool biggest versus fixture, Man United. Biggest fixture in England. No matter how much Brian might not like it. No, it's true. I'm it's I'm true. fine with that. I mean, come on. It's the two most Winningest clubs. I think what you want to say in the last fifty years. The two most iconic yeah. clubs. In well, the, when, iconic winning is uh, because they've won. Both. Because they've won the most. Why are Liverpool, you correcting them on that? Yeah, like why are you being a numbnut? Iconic is, sounds better. <laughs> Liverpool at home to the best team <laughs> in the great. world. That's Manchester United. Brian, we'll start with you. Oh man. Okay. Shit. It's Liverpool at home versus Man U. I'm gonna. I think there's going to be a bit of a trouncing. I'm gonna go three-one Liverpool. I think it's, I, I think Liverpool are gonna just spank United. I think United yeah. are gonna be shit. Paul, what do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with a relatively tight 
2-1 Liverpool, and I'm going to predict now Jurgen Klopp goes off on the field and gives uh, <laughs> Allison a blowjob <laughs> oh. in the middle of the field. What are the odds on that? He just Is it like 4-1? to Deep throats him, whether he's into it or not, to celebrate the goal. Yeah, just jams his cock Follow in his face. Up, uh, It'll be great. Oh, jeez. We got too far here on the North End podcast. I'll say 2-1 Liverpool, but I, I feel like it's going to be one of those games where the score line is flattering to United. Liverpool. I just feel like this would be a, a wave after They're wave gonna defense. They're going to own the shit out of uh, Man United in this game. Yeah, I've got 2-0 Liverpool. All right. So we've um, all got a win for, for This Liverpool. is going to be a tough game for United, just I think strictly due to the way that Liverpool play. Uh, Manchester United struggle most with movement, period. Like, And I, against Fulham, I think that's why I enjoyed it the most. United's it's defense probably has... the most cover of the field. It's the most running. I know it's so basic, but yeah. that's my biggest grievance. You've got, an, infor- you've got an informed Salah yeah. Oh, yeah. Against, against probably yeah. one of the like shakiest defenses at the moment when in a, in a pseudo-top and club Mourinho scenario. Mourinho will park the bus. He will play for he, His point. bus will not be He'll strong enough exposed. to stop it, though. It, yeah. Yeah, it, It'll it be just, a handicap bus, and it It'll, and it'll fall apart. There's not enough mobility in the United team to not keep up close. with the press and the movement of Liverpool. I, don't, I, hope, I, don't know. I hope he goes three to the back. I think Baye has to play. I hope he goes three to the back as well. And that yeah. would be our best. He kind of has to, doesn't he? No, he'll go four. Mm-hmm. And he'll basically play Matic as a fifth defender. And it'll be... Isn't that three at the back? Fuck. No, he'll play four no. across the back. No, but like, so it's similar to what, what uh, I hate you hate this, but I think it's similar to what Spurs do sometimes. They play four at the back, but Dyer will play in that holding role and he'll yeah. fall in defensively and you'll, then you'll have three. Yeah, but we... What, you, Isn't you, that what Matic no, would do in that you're, scenario? You're or talking no? about that scenario, you're... I mean, it's not far off from what you're describing, but I mean, technically, that guy also is allowed you're, to You're talking about your fullbacks yeah. then become wingbacks. He'll play four at the back. Right, right. So the uh, wingbacks, they're no wingbacks. No. They still play full yeah. So it'll be five at the back. And he'll play Matic in Matic front will pull of into that center. He'll and... probably play Herrera there. Yeah. And then Lingard. Oh, he's going to play so negative in this game. Correct. He's just he has to. He's going to be like. He doesn't have a choice. Oh, no, I know. Because This not... is where we talk, we talk about this. I know, I know, this I know. This is where literally it is it's, a personnel. It's a personnel, for sure. And it needs to start becoming like. How a team who's supposedly this is also... the biggest club in the world has the personnel they currently have at this point is nothing short of shambolic. But I'm curious about what Paulie's thought on this. This is also because you, you guys have a different position on it. I would think, yeah, because you always do. What do you? So he's saying. So uh, bringing up what we were discussing earlier, he's saying that the dip, the problem is personnel, not necessarily management. And I, my position was, is I think it's a little of both. Like you just have like two things that are problematic. What is what is your position? Do you think that if you had better personnel, Mourinho would get more out of them, or if you had a better manager, he'd get more out of the personnel you have? What's your what do you what are your thoughts on that? So, uh, I would say this: Mourinho can win a league. Mourinho's style of play is pretty defined. He does not have the personnel to allow him to play the way he wants to play, and on a whole, compete for the league. You could give these players to another manager and get more out of it. But you would never win the league with with these players, nor would that manager who can get the most out of these players playing a certain way be able to win the league because you do have to approach it with a certain tactical um, realism that Mourinho has. Unless you went off and got somebody fucking fantastic who who's not available, like this this other manager is not available. Yeah, like Klopp, if he became available, could probably could take these guys right now and get more out of them than we're getting now, and then with a few more players, go off and potentially win the league. Right. But 
there is definitely... So it's, it's what I'm saying. It's a combination of both. We are... Combination of both, but Mourinho is still possibly the best manager for us to try to compete at a certain level, and we need to either say... Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, on paper, like, there is no manager that... Well, you mean of, who's available. available. And it always has to be, like, there's hypothetical conversation we have all they want, but, like, once you start talking about firing your manager, like, you should know who else is available, and that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking more of a hypothetical thing, not necessarily than a real, a real sort of, like... Who that replacement would yeah. be? Like we were talking Diego Simeone earlier. If, if Giggs is the world's who, best manager and we just don't know it yet, then Giggs could probably come to the team right now with the players that we have and with what I suspect is his old school Man United philosophy. Get more out of these players. Mm-hmm. But again, old school Man United philosophy probably doesn't win you the league unless you're like super fucking manager like Alex Ferguson and and probably yeah, even he then he was able to do when to you win had the league five years like, of control of everything about the team and you know every fucking yeah, blade yeah. of grass a player can cover here's, here's my question for both of you how far does Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp take this current Manchester United team can, can, can you season? put Pochettino in that thing <laughs> sure, sure no you know what that's fair I mean I'll, come on we're in I'll, third I'll, for I'll fuck's sake that's a fair no absolutely How, what, what position do United finish in with either of the three of those managers and you could answer obviously with the, with the personnel they have at, at, yeah, at the moment yeah you can say well with Pep they finish here with at the Klopp, beginning at the beginning of the season to the end of the season that's right before anything's happened you got it uh Poch takes them further, for sure. Tell me where you think all three of them would take them individually. Poch gets them. Poch gets this team to finish in the top four, so third or fourth. Uh, Klopp finishes probably seventh. fifth or sixth. Seventh or eighth. Um, Pep Guardiola quits halfway through the season because he's too frustrated with the way they're, the, the shit's... I yeah, like that team. answer. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I like that answer. Okay. I think uh, Poch gets the most out of it because Poch has, has been in that PSG. position. Poch has been in a posi- Poch has been in a position where he's had very little and is look at us like we haven't. We so don't you're have, saying Poch is a much better manager than Klopp? I think in that For scenario, these, these players in that scenario, I think Poch is, is really good at taking a really bad situation and making it better than it probably should be. He, we've overachieved for three years in a row. We're in third without a home. We haven't had a home for two seasons, and we're in third. It is not the job. I think you need to look at the quality of players at that club. It is not necessarily the job of a player. But player personnel is phenomenal. But if you right take now, if you okay. take him out as the manager, are those players as good? That's that's we've, a million we've, dollar question. We've had, no, but it's not a million dollar question. It's just question because we've we've had a number of players who've been at the club who've left when he was like you know what no and they've gone somewhere else and they haven't been as good Lalana uh Andres Townsend I mean I, I, I could I could go on there's a list of players who mm. were really good under Poch when they left they were not even close to as good Lalana had a couple of good seasons at Liverpool he yeah had, but but, but he but he uh, Jay Rodriguez I mean I, yeah. there's a bunch of them that that he no, managed that, that that he's gotten the best out of players that weren't at a level you'd expect them to be at. That's why I think what you're looking at with United and the squad that they have, there's a lot of talent there. Yeah. They're just you're not whoever's managing them needs to be able to get the best. See, of I them. disagree. I don't think there's a lot of talent. Where do you think? I think there is. Finishes? I think there's more talent than you guys I think just there fucking is. Fucking ask the question. We don't have an answer. <laughs> Pep, yeah, Pep quits halfway through. <laughs> I thought that was a good one, right? And yeah. I was like, you fuck want this to, shit, I'm out. You want me? <laughs> I'll, I'll expand on that. Pep secretly has a deal with PSG that was worth 60 million pounds, and he gets fired from Man United for not attending practice, and then goes and wins the championship. Sixty million dollar bonus, and then falls straight into his sixty million dollar contract. Yeah, that sounds about right. See, uh, see, I think, I think, yeah, it's probably true. Pep does better; they all do better. But I think, 
I think they all might end up quitting because I think what's going on behind the scenes, like yeah, Marino, I agree. Marino, I think that does matter. Marino's I think that matters some, the most. Like, there's been a lot of comments that he, none of these purchases have been like his purchases. So that's another weird thing too. And we come back to the same thing. Structure director matters. Director of football. Director of football. Structure matters at a club. Like who's in charge of what and how do they how do they determine but who comes in, who goes out, what and if why? United right? managed to get a point out of this game this weekend. That's doing City a huge favor. And is it's it doing also, the, it's doing the race a huge favor? Is it also favor. doing maybe the like Spurs? Of course, and it's doing the race a huge favor. I don't see it though. This no, is this is I, but one of those a, games. It's not unquestionable. I am not no. optimistic about this game at all. But for some reason, I go into these games not optimistic because we're playing somebody fucking really good and we're playing shitty against regular it's teams. What it means. And all of a sudden, Mario has them playing in a way I've never seen them play before. It happens and I'm like, what I know, he fuck? does that, right? That's why I think like, he could, you guys could win the Champions League. Because he has goal, this weird ability to do something totally fucked up goal and win games in a weird way. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Though. I know. We'll but, see, but I think on paper right now we all yeah, uh, I think we're quite all right. fancy oh, yeah, uh, totally. Liverpool. Having said that, something very interesting. Yeah, I think in, I think uh, we need this. This is an important discussion. I think we've all, all been witnessing, and we all have you know probably pretty strong opinions in the. In, well, I where think it stems from, though, right? It's interesting, right? Like, and why does it exist in English football the way it does? So, so we're going to talk about the 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 incident with Raheem Sterling, but I, I think we should also racism. Yeah, racism. I think we should also throw in the incident with the, the Spurs fan who threw the. Um, the banana uh, at Aubameyang when Aubameyang uh, was Why celebrating the as well. fuck are these assholes fucking go like so, I'm, I'm gonna go watch a game I got then, my tickets I'm gonna go cheer on my team and I had the fucking life, thought to like bring a banana and then you're, throw well, in my pocket all game and then you're well, assholes I don't know if you brought in his pocket but maybe he just ate it and was realized oh, man, oh, I got an opportunity it. to be a total douche they're bringing it <laughs> they're, they're buying racist paraphernalia why, to bring why, to throw at people yeah like, and it's such a it's such a weird so I wanted to talk about this a little bit because I think this is interesting the difference between how that happened because this happens in every in every sport right like you see these you know with the with uh, Colin Kaepernick in, in the NFL and uh, you know and there's been history of it in the in the in the well um, it's a bit different no I know it's different that's what I want to talk about yeah. so the difference in it I think it, it's interesting to sort of sort of try to figure out where it comes from in the Premier League in in, in England in specific and it exists across Europe and in, in England it's a it seems to be like this this old kind of mentality that just doesn't seem to go away. You think it's you think people are like, oh, I'm over this. Like well, the, well, the United States of America, what the fuck? Is a, like, the United States of America is a very racist place. Very much so. Racist. They put people on a pedestal when they perform in a sports environment. For sure. But they otherwise, will, they, they will love you even from the sixties. Like they will yeah. love you when you're playing for their team. But they will be just as quick to spin your face. At the bar afterwards for being a big black guy. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, and it's it's not to say that they don't have racism there. It's just to say that but, somewhere along the way they've started towing the line a little bit. To but how different athletes. is that though than than what's happening in England? Let's think about Raheem Sterling, who's our who's the who's the sort of the, the topic of the initial topic of this. He played for England in the in the World Cup, correct? Uh, and he was you know whoa Raheem Sterling, best player, amazing, blah blah blah. And then he goes to play against uh, Chelsea in a in a league game, and you, I don't think I saw it, but I was oh, watching I the saw game it while it happened. Oh uh, yeah, me too. Like, I was watching the game, and I don't. Okay, so let's. I didn't be, hear what they let's said. Be, let's be clear about this because it is allegedly there is no proof at the moment that he said something well, racist. They had, they had lip readers saying. Yeah, but he he, he clearly said something incredibly derogatory to the point where Raheem Sterling had to make a what I thought was a very thoughtful uh, statement. I like to. I didn't like his grammar, but I like the... Uh, Fine, the grammar is a thing. It's it's 
and racism right there. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> if you can't laugh at things, what? Anyway, it it was. You can't laugh at being accused about. Being no, racist. it's a joke. He was. It was poignant though. Like he, he was. He's completely right. And and it, it's just. It's it's not that much different than what happens in 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 America. I don't think it is. I think. It's, oh, it is. I don't think it. I think it's how it's how it's dealt. People with hate different. LeBron James. Nobody would ever. Yeah, I agree. Ever, Paul. So here's ever what I took away the from line. it. Fans in the stands would never fucking do that. They just oh, fucking. Oh, you're talking about like how they react in the and during the game. About, I agree. I agree with that. Fandom is different. If you look I agree at the, with at that. that so I agree with that. I don't. So you see that angry yelling and screaming when you watch yeah. these games when a player goes to do a throw in and the pointing and the screaming. Ah, my my yeah, automatic like reaction Adam, yeah. every time I see it is like, does this player make you? Does, does this player and team really make you that angry? Does it turn you into like an a monster? Monster? Exactly. Yeah. Now yeah. the one thing that stood out for me with those gentlemen in the front row. Did you notice how old they were? Yeah. Oh, and I was going to say that. And is this is this just an old school mentality that hasn't been filtered yet? Ah, man. Chelsea fans are also fucking really they racist. They are. They're, but also at the same scum. token, when you talk that about shit that, they did in PS, like when they went to Paris, yeah. is a fucking. They've they, done some horrible things. A lot of them are fucking scum. It's, yeah. it's, it's they'll it's die out soon thing. enough and go fuck yourself in hell. You hope that they will, but I. think think it'll take a lot hopefully sooner rather than later but racism is something that my fear is that is not going away anytime soon and, and it sucks and if you look at north america and particularly the united states it's a polarizing country because one half of the country kind of gets it there's another half of the country yeah, it's still, divided, no, very they're, divided they're born on racism like well, you're raised to be a racist and anything else is abnormal i know we're that's talking about the ramble thing. here but let's just talk about this like we are talking specifically about racism in sport 100%. and how it applies to athletes if we start getting into the world of fucking who's no, the but how do you think it gets into sport i know but society but i think it gets into sport because people or like you said, people are brought up that way. Of course. And then, and then, but there's no reason to think that it should be weeded out. Like, there are states and there are cities that are fucking massive racist. Crazy. Boston, Boston is not a fucking like Boston's a racist city. It's known for being a racist but city. Nobody's gonna sports. fucking throw a banana at LeBron James because they weeded that shit out somehow. Somehow they made it clear this is fucking sport. Yeah, Black guys play in this league, and if you don't like them, whatever. They're playing this sport. Cheer them on. Don't cheer them on, but don't make it about race in the stands. Uh. Talk to your buddies in the bar about that. There's something that's happened in the United States, which I think is probably one of the most racist countries on the planet, where they just don't accept that and they've weeded it out. And so the idea that like some English guys in stadiums can get away with fucking throwing bananas, and it's just like, oh, racist. Like, I don't think... The racism in the United States is any better or worse than the UK. No. The, the sport just found a way to weed that shit out. Uh, I would I would slightly disagree because if you look at yeah, football, footy, out. what we're talking about right now, and you want to talk about racism in football, and you see some of the examples in Italy and in Spain when a black player would get the ball. I in Eastern Europe. How are you disagreeing? I just, I just said Rural. that. That's not a disagreement. That's an agreement with what I just said. No, but I'm North America found a way to weed it out. Somehow, Europe has to find a way to get the sports culture to fucking get... Racism is not here in the stadium while we cheer on our teams. Yeah. Every team is not all white. But I would also say... Or all Italian or all Catholic or all Protestant anymore. I would also say... uh, No, I would would agree with Paul's comment around... the same thing. Paul's comment around the sport. It is the same thing. Catholics used to get yelled at at Glasgow Celtic games. I'm just saying it's not the same conversation. Protestants would get yelled at at Glasgow Celtic games. They weeded it out. I get it. I get it. It's 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 hate, and it's it's weeding no, 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 out. It's that, weeding that's out. Not, it's weeding out a little s- bit up there, but not completely. It's not the same but as far as Paul's right in sport, I think in North America they've done a very good job of weeding it out. I agree. But no, I agree with them as well. So, like society, well. sport, find a combination. You go to Italy and you go to Spain, and that was a great show. Eastern Europe, not only Eastern Europe, not only really in bad. sport, yes, bad. very bad, but in their culture, just generally. 
racism is it's, it's uh, unfortunately it's normal. Yeah. But in football in Italy and in Spain, when a when, when an African American player or a black player, whatever you want to call the correct nomenclature, gets a ball near the ooh 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 the monkey sound. Like it, that's just unacceptable. So strange. But the truth is, it's still happening. Oh, all the time. So yeah. my question, all to both time. of you, and I don't, I don't know if anyone knows, how do you get it out? I don't know. It's. I think it's. I think it's going to be a generational thing, and I think. I think it is yeah. going to be time. I hope so. It's, it's like, like hooliganism is not that big a deal. It's time, right? It, it takes. It takes generations to change it. So we were talking about what we saw in that moment when. Raheem Sterling went to take a corner, and you saw these like three white dudes, and the one anger, in particular, and the anger, and their look on their face was like it was and hatred. That's kind of that that English kind of it was football hate, and it's like really this it's wasn't like, it it's wasn't a fucking football. Match, yeah, it was dude. like it was like. Like I get it. I, I get passion, but that's not passion. Yeah, it's hatred. It's it's awful. Correct, it, was, yeah. it was disgusting, and and, and I, I felt really uncomfortable when I watched it. I so was just kind of going, I know that what, whatever that guy said, whether it was racist or not, it, is yelling at somebody in that way when they're when they're playing a sport, when they're they're playing football, a game you love, whether they're on the opposite team or not, is yelling at it that way, whether it's racist, homophobic, sexist, whatever the fuck you want to say, is that kind of hatred? Period. Anything that you should have in any sport like it it should all be wiped out so we go we, we're all going we're all talking about racism which we should be it's a massive problem but shouldn't we just be talking about why the fuck are you going to a football match and and then hating on people who are there in whatever way you're going to do it well that's just bizarre to me well, I, I just even, don't get I it let me like I, I i let me let me finish I, I i get really annoyed with teams that i dislike and i'll be like oh you're on the bench you're crap like you don't know how to play because you're you know like if you're there in the corner training and they you haven't made the you've got on the team, like that kind of banter stuff is fun, but as soon as you add this weird, this other level of of like hatred that isn't anything to do with the game. But hold on a second, what though, the fuck? You, I gotta jump on this. So you know what's interesting is, am I not clearly like dying? To, to okay, you go next, but I, I, I've got like a, I've got like a thought on that. But you go ahead. So <laughs> so let me let me say this, like because it, it's a weird, it's weird, it's an invisible line that everybody's trying to get a sense of, of what the line is. Sure, racism fucking is clearly offside. A lot of derogatory remarks are clearly offside. But then you've got guys like Kevin Durant, who who was like some guy in the stands was picking on him, which is his God given right as a fan in that stadium to oh, yeah. hate on the opponent's player. Sure, and Durant it's, it's felt heckling. the need to, to go tell him the fuck off, and he and has every right to do that. And then well. said, "Why is he like I'm, I'm here at work?" Blah blah blah, and totally forgot. Well, you're at work entertaining thousands of people who want to hate you because you're playing for the other heckling team. Heckling is a part of the game. Heckling Racism is part of the game. Is not included. But where's the line yeah. in that? And well, that's, that's where the, the problem question. is. Right. So here's the thing, and this is the point that I wanted to make. Right. So in, in every, for the most part, every Premier League game I see, when a guy goes to get a throw in. He's very close to the fans. And there's always the, the wanker sign. That There's always the screaming. Why is there so much? And, and it's this is specific to the to the Premier League. Yeah. I'm not talking about uh, La Liga or It happens in those, in those leagues. No, 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 no. It's not, I'm talking about specifically. Listen, I'm not, I'm not okay. talking about like, the racism. Because when a player goes to get a ball in La Liga or in Syria, the, the fans seem to be calm. Regardless the of fans what, are further screaming. away. But still, there is that, you know that anger that the three guys show? There is that rage moment in the Premier League from that front row screaming. And I, it's the thing that I don't get. I'm like, what? what's the big fucking deal? I think deal? the difference is, is the guys, how close the guys, they are, though. I, think you have I to, like that they're close. I know you do, but I think... The guy's going to take a throw-in. Get a fucking grip. But I'm going to tell you this. If you have the cam- I don't get it. Can I say this? If yeah. you have the camera angle on the same corner in a La Liga game where there's a track around the pitch, mm-hmm. where the, the distance is 10 meters instead of two, yeah. you 
you, you don't you could see in the background a bunch of the the, the away fans going like ah yelling and I don't doing, see it as much. I, I'm just, of course you don't because they're fucking ten meters maybe, away. The the maybe. focus isn't the same I in the camera. Keep an eye on it more now because I think it is very interesting. Look at it. That you, English anger and rage thing is just I don't understand. Let's say this. It. Let's say throw this. it in a corner. They're 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 doing it too much. And there's probably this weird like why does it matter so much? But they want to make trying to their win. stadium. Into a fortress. a fortress. They're trying to win. They're trying to make it as they're difficult as possible. Win, but their Crossing faces a line is bullshit. Look like they're looking like they're going to kill them. That's, that's look garbage. Like idiots. But remember TFC. <laughs> TFC. Toronto FC. We used to fucking bombard guys taking corner kicks. And I agree with this. But what and did we you do? loved it. But that what was, did no, you? I didn't love it. What were you There's doing while you were doing it? What were we all doing while we do it? Because I've done it. We've been at TFC. We're smiling when we do it. I wasn't because it's oh, fun. Or you rage? I thought it was embarrassing. Were you rage screaming? No, I think there's heckling's okay as long as heckling and throwing things at people. He was not a non-participant. Throwing. No, Were you throwing? I was throwing. Oh, I was Jesus. never throwing. Oh, you shouldn't be throwing, man. What, what did I just describe? People throwing ribbons, ribbons th- at the, the oh, guys taking court. I thought you were like scream and stuff at No, him. man. Throwing, no, throwing ribbons throwing, at them like these throwing things. Throwing shit sh- on the field's not okay. It's yeah. just generally, it's like a dumb thing. At How does time, even exist? At, ti- no, at the time, yeah. it, no, but all these are resident. At the time, it existed as a way to create atmosphere. Sure, but it's but it's just ridiculous. Like. But it's again, ridiculous. it got like weeded out. Sense to me. If it's good, it got weeded out. Yeah. Like, you suck, whatever. Like something sure, like that. Sure, sure. That's part of the deal. It's funny, of course. You're not good enough. Something like that. As you long know? as it doesn't, as long as it doesn't get personal to the person. As soon as you family, say something about yeah. who they are, based on like what you're outside their appearance, of the game, yeah. You know, if they're bad but, at football, if they like, if they if they make a pass and it goes out of bounds and they shake it, oh, you're shit. Their performance is fine. Anything yeah, performance related. Offside. I think any. I think we're all. Obviously, wildly in agreement of like what the line is. I think it's just more of a. It won't really go away. The fact That's is, the there are very real racists in the world who are also very real passionate sports fans. Yeah. So a non-racist, passionate sports fan will find some fucking you hope humorous, delightful way to heckle a player to throw him off his game to make his stadium more that's impenetrable. Why I think it's a and then you've thing. got real racists who are so. looking to do the same thing just to throw him off his game, but are saying wildly inappropriate things. But for them, they're not wildly inappropriate. They're just what they believe it's because but I'm gonna throw some, shit can I throw something out here. Oh, hold on, those so, racists me... that are doing it now, they're kids that they're having in, in, in you know. Sure, they bring them to the game and they teach oh, yeah. them that. They, they teach but them what the I want, same what, shit. what I think is the way forward, like, is if you're a supporter for of a club, and what I what I have experienced with the like, you know, TFC, TFC in particular, because it's I'm in a specific. Uh, area where there are a lot of kids, where my my season tickets are, it's it's about when you're going to support the club, you support the club instead of hating the other club. So the the goal is if you're going to try to change the the atmosphere and try to get something from your Cheer team, your team on. yeah, you're louder, you're noisier, you're like. <sighs> And you make it more difficult for them because it's like intimidation factor because of how loud you are, yeah. not because of the thing, shitty things you say. So to them. this is where I and that's just, that's just disagree. Like, this is where I, the thing I like about English football, and I'm sure it's this way around Europe and maybe even some places. I love when, like for example, this game this weekend, United versus Liverpool. There are certain songs that both oh I know there's a couple fans of... will be singing, <laughs> and I'm sure you have your yeah. Spurs songs. Oh I know. I, I think do. that part of the game, as long as it's not too offensive, singing the song itself. It's great. 
as a song? Yeah. Is it is a song? It's not specific to your uh, beep 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 yeah. beep to a player. That's different. Like, we'll be singing about Dembaba scoring goals, like there's an Arsenal G and all that this weekend, and I think that's good natured. Fun. I agree. There's a there's a song, and this is maybe not good nature, but there's a song that Spurs sing, and it's called um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's uh, um, my, mo- my mother bought me a little toy. Uh, my mother bought me a little toy. Was an Arsenal fan on a string. She told me to kick his fucking head in. His fucking head in. His fucking head in. It's like it's sort of this like idea of like just like it was it was it was clearly a firm thing. You like when the firms existed, you North Londoners in your aggression. <laughs> your aggression. It gets sang. It gets sang like every now and you again. Drink that whole thing for forgetting the words well, of that song. It's, it's empty. <laughs> but but I, no, I mean I know the words to it. I don't want Dude, to we, sing the whole we thing. We can stop while you get another beer and chug <laughs> it. When I was a little boy, okay. my mother bought me a little toy. Yeah, was so an Arsenal fan on a string. She told me to kick his fucking head in. His fucking head in. That's the song, and it's 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 it's, it's pretty intense. You're getting what? excited as no, you no, talk about it. I'm, I'm laugh- inappropriate. No, but I'm laughing about it because it's not it's not racist. It's 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 very rival- It's intense. It's rivalry based. No, but I'm not talking about like when you have an intense rivalry where like that's the kind of attitude that you're singing about bashing a guy's head in. Yeah, it's it it's is too much. It is not that it's much me- of a stretch to imagine the racist guys in the group that sure sing that it song encourages it to also go. Well, I'm talking about like physical violence, so why shouldn't I be talking about Agreed. racist shit? Agreed. As long as I'm just trying to like throw a guy off and help my team win. Yeah. So I'm I, laughing about I, it because kinda, it makes me uncomfortable, kinda, not because I agree with it. I get be why fair. it happens. No, I am. I am. I, I want you to know. Yeah. Like, I, I, no, no, so, no, no. I, I have to be. I'm, I'm on a precipice, so I have to really be clear about what I just said because yeah. I get why it happens. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate to fucking shit. I do think that, like hooliganism, like a lot of the it comes violent, from that period from, of time, from the violent that sentiment that Cheers like used it. to have, oh, yeah. there there is a slow weeding out of the shit, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think that. Yeah, a lot of players now will say that there is racism, but I think a lot of these guys are like 32 tops or like they're 18 or 19. So for them, they don't hear it ever or, or you hope they don't hear it a lot. And then we hear it in stands, it really fucking sticks and it hurts. Yeah. But if you went back 20 years oh, to like the norm. Saul Campbell probably heard that shit all the time. Every yeah. single game. And, Every and we just single like, time he touched the ball. Fuck these scumbags oh, yeah. for saying this shit. But I, I would hope that if somebody was, was to step forward and say, this is how often it happened to me 20 years ago, 10 years ago to now – that we could feel like it's changing, but not not altogether gone. And I don't think these are the kind of things that will ever be gone. I think there just has to be this this ongoing battle of it's inappropriate. We don't accept that. Yeah. And I think the league can do only so much. And I think the clubs have to to do a little bit more than what they're doing now because there are definite teams. It seems like like Chelsea, who for whatever reason it might be the part of the world they live in. It might be the working class. It might be a handful of reasons I, I hear racism associated with that yep. group a I've, heard lot. The, I've heard the same thing and it's important so here's my question for you so if they do bring in lip readers and they confirm that there were racist comments which apparently they have and I don't know if that's official yet yeah. does Chelsea Football Club take any action against either the person or the people who I think they've already been comments? banned have they actually yeah like you can confirm that yeah really uh, 95% of the thoughts of like there was there was action taken I did not know that. I haven't heard any follow-up on it, but if that's the case, that's fantastic. I mean, throwing any object on the pitch is enough. Well, was something thrown? Banana, I think. No, the the Sterling incident. I think a banana was thrown. No, this is what I understand. Somebody yelled, "Black, you black bastard, Adam. That's what I thought the, uh, the whole controversy was about. I don't... The banana peel is a totally different scenario. He's talking about, uh... 
I think, a, a Spurs incident way back. But with Sterling, it was the comment that was made to him. Hey, Bri? What? We're talking about the, the Sterling incident was strictly comment-related. Nothing was thrown at him. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, he called them, like, the lip reader, apparently the lip readers they brought in or what somebody saw or heard was that he was called a black bastard. That was the term. I thought I saw black with the C word, but yeah, either way. No, oh, yeah. Ne- neither are appropriate. Exactly. I mean, what is, like, as soon as you put somebody's color in front of it, you're a fucking asshole. You're... Paul saying that uh, the guys have been banned. I had heard they'd thrown something. No, it was just comments. And no, it was, what and, I saw was only comments. Rage. I only saw them literally, like... Like, like, in that moment, they went to the corner kick. That's right. And you could see them go like with this with their fingers. Like they just yell. They just pointed their fingers, and they were and they just they, they were like incredibly angry. And you're going. I will say, for, for better or for worse, <laughs> credit to Raheem Sterling for literally paying the zero attention. He's pure class in that scenario, man. Yeah, he's heard it before. He's heard, he's heard it too many oh, yeah. times. Yeah. This is the thing that I've seen on a few occasions, and we can we can talk about this a little bit if you want. Um, the way he's been treated previously right. in the media, yeah, with. Uh, you know that the tattoo he got with the machine gun thing, which is a bit silly. <laughs> That's like pure. I, I get that right now. That was England going to a World Cup and the English yeah. press saying, "How do we? How do we? How do we? How do we drag him down?" But so it's a bigger story if they lose why, than why, if they but win. Why is Raheem Sterling in particular? Because he, I think he has been in particular. He's been centered. Uh, he's been sort of pointed out than uh, yeah. other teams. Brian's got big hands. Other other uh, other players, uh, like for instance, Rashford's around a little bit younger than him, but it doesn't have the same. Hasn't had the same experience when it comes to that scenario. Like, and maybe that's a class of United fans, which shout good shout for that if that's the case. But what what is it about Sterling in particular? Because Sterling, because he, I mean, he had that whole. You could argue he got a manager fired. Did he, he, though? he was looking for a lot of money at a very young age. He went from Liverpool to Man City for a big transfer. I know, but what, is, what does that say about him that he's that he, that he wants to win and, and I think be a better player? No, like, I, I don't get it. It just paints him as a it, for the mercenary press, or something? for the press a character that they can talk about because he's got a history. A history of what? Like wanting to be better? I don't get it. I a, get, hist- a history that some, a lot of fans hate him for. for I know, but I don't get. I don't get. Uh, like I get that if you're a rival fan or if he's if he played for you and you left for something else, you go. Like I hate Sol Campbell because I'm I'm supposed to because he he left he was a he was a club captain sure. for Spurs and he left and went and played against a rival or played for a rival yeah. and then won and so I like I dislike him like but I would yeah. never I would never ever ever wow. like want to have any kind of violent I act mean, or or even no. express a violent I, act I, I want to be that. I want to be really clear about what we're talking about nobody is saying that any violence should be behooved no but people are saying those things have said those things about Sterling. Yeah, in a, in a way that they haven't about other players. He has been painted in a bad light. Very specifically okay. with him. Why? And it's odd. It's there's odd. No press organizations have wished violence upon him. Like, there's a distinction here. Like, there's storytelling. Like, the, not. The, I didn't say press organizations. The thing with the that, tattoo. The people have the thing with the tattoo because of the press bringing bringing it like uh, right. up to the. The thing with the tattoo, as an example, is the press making a story out of him. So the. The press have maybe put a negative light on him. The press put a negative light on him wanting to leave Liverpool for a bigger contract to go to Man City. The press put a negative light on his yeah. his performances on how it affected but, Brendan Rodgers at the time. But there was some weird, other weird stuff. Like it was not and necessarily the basic stuff about football, but about who he bought yeah, yeah. a he bought a house for his mom, and it was and he was like ooh Sterling with all the money he had. Like, he was thrown. He was put into these weird places that it was like that's not what's happening here. And that's he like press. cares about his people. 
his his family, yeah. and, that, and you're like making him like a bad human being because of it. That like th- these are very seemingly, anyways. And I mean, I'm not a person to, to I don't know for sure, but seemingly very racist positions. Like he doesn't deserve to be able to do these things because of where he comes from, and that's what it looks like. It just it, yeah. It just it, and I'm not saying that the press said that. It's just no. how they how it was. How I it think was a lot more of it was to do with the fact he wasn't good enough to be getting all this line. It was just ugly at it's, the time. I, you know what? You never been, know. Like if, he, if he was a white guy and and he was getting all this stuff, maybe they would not have been saying it as much or, and hiding behind the who is this kid? He's not good enough yet. He can't finish her shit. I think. Time I think if you look at the look at the things he, that have been brought up about Sterling, it's, he's been completely unfair to him and what he's done in his life. And it's it's the it's, comparison it's, is him and Marcus Rashford. Well, it's and, a good, it's yeah. a good one because a similar he, age and where they he where did they come definitely. From. I was annoyed when he held out for more money to go to Man City. Why? That's a That's thing well you do. That's well within his rate as an athlete. It has it, nothing to do with why you... They, they bought him weird. $50 million for him as a time, and that's his right to go and get that transfer. It it's yeah. every player's right. Yeah. And look where he, look what he's done. He's I, is it about, it's not about a right. It's not like he broke a law. So what do you I'm just saying I was annoyed. give you I, a right, an annoyance and hatred and then making bullshit up to make him look like a fucking asshole are two di- very different things. I love that you just put a lot of words in my stance. I didn't say not, you have that stance. I'm saying that so the I'll stance of the media... So I'll my stance and then you can make your point. I get as of right now, you're is, making that not, sound like my stance. I'm not. So let me you're not be, hearing what I'm saying. Let me put a bow on what I was saying. The media made that the stance. Great, but let me put a bow on what I was saying. you're discounting that. Put your bow. Put your bow. Because I was trying to clarify my stance, and then you said that stuff about the media, and I want to be clear, that's not the finishing stance. I didn't say it was his stance, by the way. Go, go back with your My stance. bow is, I like when players stay loyal to the team that developed them. I like it when they stay within a club that has a project. They were definitely trying to be a project around him. Him and Brendan Rodgers put his arm around him a lot. I was annoyed when he held out to go to the big bucks in Manchester City. Why? I'm not saying right or wrong. I'm not saying he's out of his mind I'm not saying he fucking did anything wrong I'm just saying I was a bit annoyed because I do like it when a team keeps sure. a young talent he was on the precipice of becoming that guy who was a little inconsistent to become a guy who might actually be a really good player which he's done and he moved on to Manchester else. City for I a lot of money I didn't like it him. either but here's the thing I don't. <laughs> that's I, annoying to me sure. that's all I'm saying I, and I don't know why you, that, you that should take, be you can't take Deli Alley goes to Real Madrid tomorrow Instead of staying with you guys, I think that's annoying to me as well. Paul, Paul has a job, and he's like, "All right, this is a pretty good job. I got a pretty good manager." And yeah, then he gets an offer somewhere else where he gets paid you more money, one. and he gets to he gets to be better at his job and learn more. Uh, well, well, Paul, you shouldn't take that. You're a prick if you do that. No, you're like I understand where he's coming take from. The job. He, he it likes, is a loyalty. He likes thing. loyalty. Sports. He likes yeah. loyalty. Loyalty and, is good to a point, but we don't see it in sports as much anymore. No, you don't. You know, no. what I mean? and I agree. Especially, and I'm I'm saying annoyed. I'm not saying I hated the guy for it. I'm just saying I get I get why that's annoying, and I get why the press made. Made it a bigger deal, but they made it was a story. They did more than that, and that was my point. But do you guys have any interest in hearing his comments or whose comments? Sterling's. Of course we do. Yeah, no, I love. I think it should be. It should be said. So this was his comment. Good morning. I just want to say I am not normally the person to talk a lot, but when I think I need my point to be heard, I will speak up. Regarding what was said at the Chelsea game, as you can see by my reaction, I just had to laugh because I don't expect no better. For example, you have two young players starting out their careers, both playing for the same club, both have done the right thing, which is buy a new house for their mothers who have put in a lot of time and love in helping them get where they are but look how the newspapers get these messages across for the young black player and then for the young white player i think this is unacceptable both in, uh, both innocent have not done a thing wrong but just by the way it has been worded this young black kid is looked at in a bad light which helps fuel racism and aggressive behavior so for all newspapers that don't understand why people are racist in this day and age all i have to say is 
have a second thought about fair publicity and give all players an equal chance. Good for him. Bang on. But is that not bang on? That is it. my fucking point. He nailed it. You know? He got a lot of credit for that. Yeah, and he deserves too, it. As he should. He absolutely deserves it. So, I mean, Spot hopefully, uh, I mean, one, I think, like we've all said, like, unfortunately right now who's the player he's comparing himself to that that was my question because there is no white guy that's in the same situation who would be the two the only one Kevin De Bruyne I think you would I think think, I don't think it's necessarily comparing himself to a player it'd have to be an English player well guys can I say this I don't think can I say this I don't think he's talking about a current current necessarily a current white player Mm. he's just talking about a general scenario oh yeah David Beckham for instance who who had his own issues who was the darling of of the of of, of England like I'll do you one better I'll give you the best example possible you talk about fucking Paul Pogba being distracted by having clothes like that guy doesn't drink he just drink, like dresses while he's on social media we fucking love George Best who would yeah. go out and different bang time, chicks different era different times different era but like we loved him imagine that guy was a black guy oh I know yeah he would have been trash or like he, trash. he had a bad game because he's fucking boozing all night yeah. and that's the double it's a dub, double standard he's pointing out I think that double standard isn't necessarily he's talking about like another white guy no, right no, now right. I think he's talking about just generally if if he was white in that scenario, would the would the conversation be different? His comment is also, I think that the media does fuel it, though, right? Mm-hmm. And in and, and Britain, the media and I, I think there, that's what I would have been saying. That, that they do. Yeah. It's how they treat a story oh, yeah. they, they or make up own, a story. They choose their own narratives. Yeah, make let's make up a story and yeah. make this a thing that think, doesn't even exist. It's, it's I will. I, I will say the one thing I'm going to observe as being like uh, a fan of the narrative that the press kind of outline. Not a fan of what they do, but a fan of like analyzing it. Um, he is in a unique situation in that there is no white player that is comparable to him right now. He's one of the best players of his generation. He's fantastic. He's one of the best players there is right now. There is no white equivalent. So his example of a white player versus a black player, because it doesn't exist. That equivalent doesn't exist. And what he's also kind of forgetting a little bit is that, yeah, he's a black player for sure. But he's the best player in England who plays on the English squad. And the English press tear everybody down. David Beckham got tore down. He's, oh, yeah, he's a white all, superstar. Yeah. They shred like, fucking Harry Kane as well. Totally. They, all, like, they, so, lo- they love a good scapegoat. And that is not they, to say that there isn't. There is not. That is not an absolution that his suggestion that racism in the press is not a real thing. It is just to say that the matter is there's different variables to it. And one of the variables may vary about will be race. Yeah, that's But true. I would also say very strongly that the variable that he's one of the best English players puts him in this, let's attack him for some reason. The English yeah. press just feel like yeah, they need to attack him. Bring him down. Bring him down. It's a yeah. strange thing, isn't it? That happens oh, in the English press. Weird. I don't understand it at all. Well, it's, it's a terrible normal. situation. We hope it gets better. Yeah. I would love that. I would love to see a paper in England just go, you know what? We're just going to love him. Yeah. We're gonna, I think you might start to see him. Sterling, great guy. Harry Kane, hug some puppies. Headlines <laughs> like that, just to see if like would people are still like interested. Like, sports are now going to do a special on him where they go to the field, they go to his house. They should though. Of course he should. He they deserves should. it. Yeah. he's a great player. He is. He's going to go to Real Madrid. Gentlemen, are we, are we done with the pod today? I think we are. I, I believe that was so. A good, that was a good conversation. Pot, 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 I, pot, I just pot. want to. Uh, I just want to thank you know, the listeners. I think we um, we had our most. Or most listens in our last pod. Really? 3,000. 27. 27,000. Without any zeros at the end. We're but 27. At, it's pretty good, we're though. Look at a crack so, 30. No, but thank you for listening. And I want to I want to reiterate, we have a we have a G, uh, Gmail account, northendpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, and I'm going to get to this, Paul, because this is interesting. We The, the bet that um, that w- we were talking about with uh, with uh, James Paul uh, and, our, and our Arsenal guest. Yeah, what's um, the update? 
uh, <laughs> uh, we had uh, we we both made bets. We both we both agreed to bets. It's not the poly bet. It's not the one that like you know somebody's going to embarrass themselves. It's twenty dollars each. So That's so there's whoa. Boring. What is that? What is that? It's, it's a bit boring. But what do you mean you both made bets? So I bet that Spurs will finish above both Arsenal and Chelsea. Right, twenty dollars. Uh, Johnny Hunter has bet that. Uh, Arsenal will fit finish above those okay. Spurs and Chelsea. So you got Hunter to like open his wallet. Yeah, he's, uh, Hunter opens his wallet, and then obviously uh, James Paul. Thank you, thank All you right. for the email. That sucks. Um, Less entertaining content. So guys, they're a bit. Fine. So they're a bit lame. We're so John, John, and James. James in particular, because James had listened to the pod. He had listened to your suggestions, and he only came with a twenty dollars bet. And I was like, all right, I'll accept. Not this good for, enough. I'll accept this for now, James. But moving forward, you got to give us a little bit more. Jerseys, but it's a, it's a start. It's a start. You know, so you wanted. More money. I'm just saying. It's not more money. I wanted. I I, I was down with. You were so not. No, no. With it. No. Was ve- I want him to offer it. <laughs> it like, I might have reaction was like just visceral. A, no, 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 no. I was a bit terrified of having to wear a you're fucking like Chelsea jersey. But I'm just saying, it's a better bet, nonetheless. It's more, way more interesting for the podcast. Oh, was it a good so if you're listening to this podcast and you have any, if you have any bets or if you have any comments uh, or questions about what we're doing, the North End Podcast at gmail.com. Please send us a message. Uh, and uh, before we thank go, you for I got, I got to ask. I got to ask you about bets. Ask about bets. How are you feeling? Oh, about the runner? Yeah. Oh, my my, yeah. my knee's getting better. Oh, it's getting better? It's getting better. Like, it's going to happen this Thursday I will tell, at no, 8.30? I will, I will tell you, this Thursday, I will tell you how it is. It's still a bit sore, but the, the, the part of it that made me feel uncomfortable no. running is kind of starting to go away. I refuse to and have this be an unannounced game. He's got a heel problem. If you guys, <laughs> my foot's terrible, but I'm just going to run whenever. If you yeah. guys are going to have the sprint off, I need to know... It'll be on, it'll podcast be, before. It'll likely be in January at some point. All right. When we both had a little bit of rest. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's a couple so old seals, old, old guys, old guys fucking that. racing. We'll do Anyways, eventually. thank you for listening to the North End podcast. We really appreciate it if you made it this far. Uh, we will see you. I think uh, after after next week. Uh, how, what are you guys' you schedules like? We'll are we going to be able? Are we hey, able to do this we'll again? We'll see you when we see you. Are we going to be able to do this next week? What, I know we all got schedules. Oh uh, no, I can do whatever you want. Christmas. <laughs> okay, so next week and the week after, maybe Boxing Day. We're gonna have to work it out. It's are gonna we be talking about our schedule during the pod. It's a busy. Not, not only can I do the end of the pod. I can guarantee I can get more drunk than this. No it's a busy shit. season. Uh, thank you for listening uh, to the North End Podcast. Cheers. Bye, Mom. This is the North End. This is the North End. This is the North End.